Alright, so episode... What the fuck is this? 125? 125. Riding shotgun with Norman Jim. Oh, look what we're starting it out with. Who's saying this? This is a... You haven't heard all the Phillies fans? The Phillies song. That is a clubhouse song. Oh, is it? No, whatever. Whatever. I guess I'm too caught oh, up with oh, Ryan Hoskins' errors to listen to the song. Yeah, so episode 125, Ryan Shotgun with Norman Jim. Um, we got to turn that off. There we go. Yeah, you. Let's grab it. <coughs> hey, you're back. I'm back, uh, yeah, I was back last week. You were. Last week's podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Bring this sucker over here you in guys a second. You were fired up at the bar last, last week? Oh, uh, so much fun, man. <clears throat> um, yeah, this is. Look at this. They played this at the game last night. Who sings this? Phillies fans, everybody's just like. No, 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 no. Who, who came up with this song? Oh, uh, Stott. Stott? Uh, he wrote the song? No, he didn't write the song. He, he's he got his own playlist, but this like became oh, okay. the team anthem, so to speak. You know, it's it's kind of funny. but Okay. Yeah, so Damn. Phillies, let's yeah, go. Let's start yeah. off this episode 125. You know, like, as we said in the beginning of the playoffs, uh, the <clears throat> credit to the Phillies manager, he goes, you know, he didn't talk about being happy to be there. He said, we got 13 wins. And here we are. Now How we're down it, to right? six. And you and I talked about that last week. I mean, what a what a call. You know, that's ballsy. That, hey, that was man, the first game 13. in Houston when they yeah. wrapped it up and made the playoffs. He said, like, we got 13 more to win. Thir- and I was like, and I fucking like, love I lo- this guy. I love the way that, that that's right. He and is. he is. You and know, he's calm. Like somebody was saying today, they're like, you oh know, no matter gosh. what happens, you, you, you zoom to him and he doesn't flip out. He's not overreacting. I'm sure he pulls these guys aside, but he stays cool. I think he has a plan before every game for every situation. Like, like that's what I'm seeing with this guy. Like last night, he rode Sir Anthony for two innings. He rode yeah. um, Alfaro, right? I mean, he... The starter swears. I, I was, I'm thinking, why are you pulling him so soon? Yeah. He, he, 68 and pitches. And they did ask him, and they said, we're going to ask him. And he said, well, it's the third time around. Right. And, you know, they're, they're going to... They, the meat of their lineup's coming. So, I mean, he he's had a good reason. Like See what I mean? This he, is where he he's really smart. smart. He, see, he was smart like that. So, it's like, okay. And it did work out. And, there, you know, who was announcing? It was Smoltz and somebody else. And they were like, oh, God, you know, you got to think about tomorrow. You don't Smoltz be... is nauseating to listen well, to. Well, he knows how to pitch, though. And he knows, hey, your third time around, you got to save something yeah, that they yeah. don't see. You know, in that part, I like him because he knows, right. hey, he knows how to get through nine innings of pitching. You know, your third time around, you you got you got to go to something you haven't shown him yet. Right. So and that's what he said. He goes, he's probably pulling uh, Suarez out because he has no more. They've seen him. So where were we last podcast? Where were the Phillies? So it would have been last Saturday. They wrapped it up. They, they just wrapped it up in Atlanta, and then we came home. That's and, correct. And we yeah, went to your place. Yep, yep. So we didn't know who they play yet. We didn't know if it's going to be the Padres. Right. Or the we, yeah, the, the Padres were up two one, and then they ended up taking three one. So then they go out there, game one. Um, yep. And oh my God, they just. Uh, <coughs> Wheeler pitched his ass off. Yeah, uh, he did. Big win, big first game win. He, what was the final on that one? Was that eight three or no? That was the Braves game. Uh, was that like a two to nothing score? Uh, shit, let's look it up. How and come, then game two we lost. I think what, might, eight to five. Eight to five because we were up four nothing. nothing they yeah. got up seven four. We scored a fifth 
on uh, Hoskins smashing one. Right. And then uh, then we got another guy on, and then Harper came up, and I'm thinking, too, here we go. He can make this 8-7 real quick. But then he grounded it, grounded into a double play. So game one was, you're right, 2-0. Two 2-0, nothing. Two nothing, okay. Wheeler pitched so a great Wheeler game. So Wheeler pitched a great game. And uh, Nola, okay, he, he kind of had a clunker there. But that first game, wasn't that the one where uh, uh, Schwarber hits it into orbit? That, yeah. He was that scored, game one? That was game one. He well, hit he that shot. Last, yeah, that yeah. moon shot. Well, he let yeah. off the game yesterday. Yeah, with that. Yeah. So they win that first one, 2 nothing. Yeah, then, which was great. Great pitching by Wheeler. Um, and again, he works that bullpen perfectly. He does. He, he's he got a plan. I really like Thompson. You know, I uh, mean, the, the, the bullpen late in the season, everybody cringed like, oh, shit, here comes mm-hmm. this guy. Here comes. Now it's like, hey, you know, no one's talking about that. They're talking about how hard they throw. Hey, this guy throws 100. Right. This guy throws 95 to 100. You know, so you're right. He's working, and he's calm about And he's got that calm demeanor. And he's like you said, he's got a game plan. Right. You know, so this upcoming game is what? is This This is their bullpen game. So we're going to have, what's his name, Thor start off the game again? No, Falter's starting, the lefty. Okay. And then I, I figure, I think his plan tonight is, I, I originally thought he was going to go 2-2-2, two, 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 like go two innings, Falter, Bailey Falter, two innings, uh, Syndergaard, then maybe two innings, Gibson, get it to Eflin, Alfaro, Robertson. Yeah. He can't pitch Sir Anthony, right? He pitched 30-some pitches yesterday. Yeah. So he's not available, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but I think Alfaro is. Um, I, I would try to see if we can't <clears throat> stretch them to at least three. Well, I think that's going to be his plan. You know, I think his plan is go three. Because three. Uh, the last game we were watching, and uh, Syndergaard pitched three, and they were good three, and we are like, why is he pulling? Same reason, he, second right. time through the order, he was like, yeah. or whatever. He yeah, was. yeah, so, yeah, you're right, and you know, and it worked out. And it's it like, did. oh, boy, look at this, they're, they're looking good. So we'll see, it, you know, um, winning that game last night, that game could have went either way. You know, you yeah, had the was, Hoskins error, you had the Segura error. And then, but they had key plays, they weren't so much errors like Soto diving for the, why did he die for that? And they're like, oh, yeah. it was so close, but it went under his glove. right. You know, and whoever hit that is slow as a motherfucker. Jesus Christ, I'm thinking he's got to be on third. And he's just pulling the second. What, are you dragging something? Boom. God, yeah. he's, they got some but slow white boys scored. on their team. Yeah, they do. And there was another one that the guy was on first, and they hit one in the gap, and they're fumbling around. I'm thinking, he's scoring. Yeah. And he's just getting in the third. I'm like, what the fuck? You got to load that shit in your okay, ass? Let's so go. That one, I know exactly the player. He was going from first to third. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was two outs. So cracking a bat, man, you got to go. There was only, I think. No, there it was two outs. It was yeah. two. I'm thinking, because I'm thinking, okay, where is he? And there, there he is pulling the third. I'm like, you got to be kidding. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. show him running. I'm like, good Lord, what is he, underwater? Right. So Segura <laughs> makes, you know, drops the ball at second base on the double play. We'd be yeah. out. I think that was what? And that, six, landed, that led to a run. It did. But then he comes back and gets the hit the next inning. <laughs> and then he gets, inning. A hit and then he gets picked up. <laughs> it gets picked and off. Gets picked what off. the shit? And then the next fucking inning or two innings later, fucking shithead at first. Like I said, Jimmy, that was a regular field. ground ball. Right. And that's what the announcer. That's a regular ground ball. You got a field where the ball is right in between your legs. What the fuck was he doing? So if it misses your glove, it hits your chest and it bounces right exactly. Back and you scoop it up. Exactly. That's how you're taught. That's fundamentals. And he, he's going with this he, side shit. He pushed it into foul territory. Right. And, and it's like, dude, wh- where the fuck did you learn how to play baseball? I, I have no idea. And and you, you know. got a first baseman's glove, which is bigger than most other gloves. Right. You should be able to scoop it. Christ I have no idea me. what the 
frig he was done. He sucks, though. He is such a Jesus liability, man. Christ. But the one thing I'll say is a lot of times after he fucks up, he will come back and crush one. But they were booing him. I heard. I heard. He deserved to be booed. I mean, come on. They were booing him, and it's home, and I'm yeah. like... Well, you know, you want to shut him up? Crank one. Right, and he didn't. And, then, and he didn't. Because he so, still sucks. He's so a total Gore, liability. Now, you got to... hands of stone, man. And he's, he's... Yeah, all right. He had the one big home run. And he had a nice home run in the the game where it didn't matter. Yeah, late in the game, he seven crushed four, that one. I think it, I think it, it was, was seven. Set, no, it was eight to four. They made it eight, eight to five. five. Okay. Um, and they, it kind of opened a door like, hey, we hmm. could do something, and we didn't. do You're that. right. It was eight to five because you know what I said to Sue at the time. I said I've got a big thing that the team that scores the last run in the game it carries over to the next game. I don't know why. It's a mental yeah, thing well, with me. So he hits that home run. And then we go and we win yeah. last night. Now, who scored the last run last night? I think we did again. I think we did because they made it three to two. We made it four to two. Right. Gave us on the doubles, per- the two doubles. doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we so. did a lot of a lot of hits. I don't want to say with the Phillies did a lot of hits with two outs, which is key. All that's always all key. Postseason they've been doing. Yeah. It. I mean, you outs. think about that St. Louis game. And, and and they also put up a stat where the uh, the bottom of the order is starting to come through, and that's key. Because oh, you want God. those guys to come through. So I forget which game it was. I, I want to say it was in Atlanta. And Stott has that at bat where he just keeps fouling it off, fouling it off, fouling yeah. it off. And then he rips the double that got the – Yeah. Uh, that might have been the the six-run game against St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, the, and he had another quality at bat last night. He did. And he was going against that guy who has a crazy delivery. And they were saying, what, where do you see this guy? And he is all over the fucking place. Right. And he had a nice at-bat with him. I'm thinking, he's going to get a hit off of this fucker. Now, I don't think he did. But, I mean, he had a nice at-bat where he's found him off. And the guy was all over the fucking place. Right. But he had accuracy. Man. So, it's exciting times. The Phillies. Yeah. You know? It, yeah, whenever he, there's a deep playoff run for any of the teams, it's exciting in the city. It's fun. It is. And, and everybody's talking to each other. You think about it. 11 years, right? So, you're a kid that was like five years old. You're mm-hmm. 16 now. Yeah. You didn't see playoff baseball. You were five yeah. years old. You weren't paying attention. Right. And you think 10 years ago was is 100 years old. Oh, man, the Phillies right. always suck when I grew up. Well, it wasn't that long ago. Right. And now they're good again. And they, you know, they've, if you look back, right, the last five years, they were horrible for like 2017, 2018. They were fucking dreadful. And then they had a couple years where they just, just missed the missed playoffs, playoffs like that. Played 500 ball. They collapsed oh, and, and, or two they years in a row you know, the last week or two where it's like, yeah. hey, we could get in there. And they didn't. They did. Right. And then this the same year, same thing with this this year. Almost did it again. Almost did and it you again. Call, we're calling that like they're going to collapse again. I know. Well, I looked at their schedule and the way they were playing, and I just didn't like it. Yeah, and then they uh, had a weak schedule at the end too. And they ended up pulling it out. Yeah, uh, which and, was and nice. Now they're getting hot, and that's what cra- crazy. That's why baseball is so crazy. It's a marathon. You play 162 games. You have teams like the Dodgers and Atlanta and the Mets who win 100 games, and then all of a sudden you get cold at the wrong time, or play a team who got hot at the right time. Right. Just like last year with Atlanta, who won 88 games, got hot and won it all. Here's the Phillies in, in San Diego. Just got to get there. They That's both why both got hot at the right time. The only fans that are saying something are the fucking New York Mets, right? The Mets fans, the Braves. The Braves aren't saying shit because they went through it last year, right? Yeah. And it's like the Dodgers fans are saying shit. But it's like, look at football. The 9-7 and seven Giants won the Super Bowl. And they beat a quality they Patriots beat team. an undefeated Patriots yeah. team. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Stop. It's you got to get there. These are the rules. Win the fucking games, right? They're not going to award you. Well, you had a great year. We're going to put you right into the World Series. No. I mean, I heard people say it wasn't fair that the Mets and the 
and the Dodgers uh, had to sit and wait five days. Do you know what, what? that's like? I'm like, so okay. So fucking what? So did you want to play three games on a road like the Phillies had right. to do? But they played two, they won two. Right? How fair is that? They don't even get one home game? Oh, no, right. So fuck it's you. Like, it's like, it's... That's those New York fans. They're fucking New jackasses. New York and L.A. fans, right? Total, L.A. fans, too. Same total thing. Total jackasses. It's like... I mean, they just, oh, we won 111 games. So... And mm-hmm. what were we just talking about? Seattle Mariners from 2001, where they won 116. What well, happened they to them? They lost to the New York Yankees. I didn't hear the New York fans complaining then. Right, exactly, Jimmy. So shut up. You get up. there, you get hot, and you get like... hot, and that's what, that's the, the the crazy thing about baseball. Like I said, it's a marathon. You win all these regular season games, but you got to finish it off. Right. You know, if I'm, I remember in 2018, Sox won 108, and I'm, the whole time I'm thinking that's nice, but if you don't win it all. That 108 games mean nothing. Right. Just like the Dodgers. 111 means I, nothing. I do like the fact that this year, I I really like what Major League Baseball did in the fact that they got rid of the one-game wildcard playoff. That's tough. I hated that. that you play 162 right. games, one, one game, one it's game, over. One game, one pitch, one, one anything inning, can one, happen. anything could happen. Look at last night, for example. Imagine it's a one-game playoff, and you're the San Diego Padre fans, and that uh, pitched a... Purifar, Purifar, or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even say Juridic, Purifar. Right. Um, where he check swings at the end of the game. Yep. And they go to the third base umpire, and he's like, you're out. And Well, there was quite a few that were... There, both ways. Oh, both ways. Both ways, and that's there, what there I said. There was another one earlier on a San Diego guy, and Smoltz is like, oh, boy. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. And the guy's body turned. He's like, yep. his body's turning. This is, and they said no. Right, and I kind of agree with that. Like, I don't, and it was—I think it was a, a, a second strike that would have been a third strike for that guy. Right. And he said no. And I was like, okay, you know, fine. Now, if you look at the pitch before, I can't even say the guy's name, Purifar or whatever the fuck his name mm-hmm. is, fouls it off, and that was ball four. So then he comes back, Sir Anthony, and that ball was inside, and he turns his body. He was not trying to get out of the way of the ball because the ball wasn't that far inside. Yeah. So he was definitely swinging. He was trying to protect the plate. And he, you know, it's a judgment call. Yeah, that yeah. call could have went yeah. either way. Mm-hmm. People can say he broke the plate. He has to make an attempt to swing. Yeah. And to me, he was making an attempt to swing. Yeah. He he locked those wrists. And, right. So you're right. So that's why that one-game playoff, because just a little thing like that, yes. and you're like, fuck, we played 162 games, and this one right. game came down to that call and morale. Right. Now, so. That call could have went either way. It did. It went the Phillies' way. If it doesn't, it's first and second. So Anthony's got even more pitches, right? Yeah. And um, but I tell you what, he's pitched. For how about that out. play to end that inning that um, Segura makes the diving play on the oh yeah the leadoff and, and, hitter and, and just two innings before he fucked up yeah and he makes that diving play he, and, and not only that he makes his great stop. But the way he jumped up quick. And that dude and, was fast as shit. And that's why he had to jump up and make that play. Yeah. So the whole getting the ball, jumping up, and finishing it off. And then, of course, you're thinking, Christ, I hope Stonehands catches this fucking <laughs> That's exactly what Roberto I said. Fucking Roberto over there at first base. Oh, my base. God. He's garbage. I mean, And how about San Diego's backup first baseman who came in? That big giant guy? Bell. He made a fucking couple of nice scoops. I know, and he's not that good. No, he's kind of over there the same way. He's right. a big old dude. Looks like a next football player playing first base, but he was making some nice plays. He's trouble because he's a... I mean, they got he's what? A big soccer, they got three man. He gets switch hitters. They got that Kim's a switch hitter, Bell's a switch hitter, yeah. and Purifar or whatever the fuck his name is. What position does Purifar? He's the left fielder. He's the one that went back. and They have a couple run. guys Harper. who, oh, 
Uh, who's the guy that they were talking about? Hey, and, and Smoltz called it. We should hit and run with this guy because he's a great contact hitter. And sure enough, they did. And Crow. he got a single. That Crowenworth? Is that? That dude's That beast. dude puts the he's bat on the ball, the man. Phillies. He puts the bat on the ball. And you have a couple guys like that, man. And that's what you got to do. Put the ball in play and make them feel it. You know, this is a playoffs. Yeah, your sphincter's going to be a little more tighter with all these people watching. Right. Put the bat on the ball and then, you know, maybe you'll beat it out. Who knows? So we're up 2-1. We got the game tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the game tomorrow, which is good. It's That's cool. What time's that game start? About 2.30. Oh, that's perfect. And no Eagles game, so this is really oh, perfect. perfect. Who are you going down with? Uh, Andrew G. Oh, nice. Uh, Jeff, my buddy Jeff, and my buddy Steve. So last nice night was Jeff's 50th birthday party. Mm-hmm. We were watching, you know, we were watching the Phillies game, but it was at... They had the party at uh, Brothers Kirshner. Oh, nice. Cool. Oh, Very yeah, nice. Jimmy did they Bur- have the uh, those trucks there? The food trucks? They did not, no. Oh, okay. Well, they had a you know they had a buffet set up, hoagies and okay. big ziti and a bunch of, of other stuff. you have that place next door. Exactly. You can order our food. Nice. Tony was in there? Yeah, Tony was there. Oh, Tony was there. Okay, cool. Yeah, Tony was there. Tony Colleen, uh, Christina, both Andrews, Andrew G. Andrew oh, T. Andrew T. I know yeah. Andrew T. was talking big, huh? He wasn't. He no, was, no, nah, he was really humble. Hey, about that's it. okay. But you know what? He should be talking. They're they're they're, uh, they're looking good. It looks like uh, Harbaugh's taking his meds and Would they're doing well. Did you watch college game day today? No, I. I they're I, like, I, oh, I this just in. Michigan is still running for the ball. <laughs> oh, oh my! Penn State still can't. And they stop still can't. And they deserve. Penn State deserves every bit of that. They fucking. Can't, you can't stop. That's the first thing you're taught. Stop the run, man. And God damn it, they couldn't. But, you know, God bless uh, Michigan. They, they they deserve it. All the praise. They deserve yeah, it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Ohio State looks really good. They look really good. But when you play a rival, you know, it's always tight. Always yeah, yeah. tight. You know, you, you I mean, Penn State, up. let's face it. Penn State is not even close to being no. there. No. And the, the worst part about it is we just signed this jerk off for 10 years. And this is as good as it's going to get. We're going to be, as someone said to me, a second or third tier team. We're, we're the Purdue and Illinois from now on. We'll never be able so, to beat the big boys. Ever. Didn't, didn't he Not sign with this the, Didn't they sign the extension last year? Last after, year. After he had the 5-0 and start? Two. Yes. Right? No, no. Well, then, well, it was actually deeper into the season. They had lost a few. Uh, I think they had signed it uh, right before the Michigan State game. And right, okay. right about the same time that he Michigan signed, State got they, his, and and, yeah. and and I remember when he signed it. You know, of course, I was pissed that we signed that jackass because I kept thinking USC wanted him. Oh shit! I'll drive him out to USC. Yeah. Fucking take this guy. Yeah, yeah. And then Michigan State signs their guy who had a great season last year. But the first thing that ran through my mind is Notre Dame Charlie Weiss. Absolutely. Same thing. Had a great one season, a then, big sign, and then <laughs> right in the toilet. And this and guy's going to be the same one. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a bad coach. Same I'll one. tell you who's a good coach. That Syracuse coach. Yeah. Um, well, they're giving him, well, they, they, well, well, for whatever reason, Syracuse gives Clemson a rough time. Yeah. And Pitt does, too. Yeah, yeah. You're you right. Know? For whatever so, reason. But that guy, two um, personal fouls on that drive by Clemson. I don't know if you – like, freaking guy steps on the quarterback's neck. You can't do that shit. And did you see he pulled both the guys right out of the game? Did he? Good yeah. for him. I was like, good. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, so. you always see them, like, do a little something. But, you know, we don't play Syracuse anymore, and I'm sure he's really good. And I like that. You know, hey, pull him out. Right. Jackass, you don't play that. You're going to cost us the game. So, uh, yeah, so college football, uh, Penn State. Got the whiteout tonight. Got the whiteout. That'll be fun I got for whoever's out there. Is, your, is uh, Luke going? He is, yeah. He sent That's me. That's cool. It's, a, it's, it's call. <laughs> there and, he is. He's and all everybody. dressed up in his whiteout gear. 
oh, dude, you're going to need some long pants. Come That's what I said to him. Yeah. I'm like, Luke. Oh, he's got socks on. Let me see. The Dougie's daughter finally delivered. <laughs> now we brought him socks. We... Jesus, they're like from the 70s. Michael <laughs> Cooper's socks. That's the way the kids wear them today, man. They got the long ones like Michael Cooper yeah, back in the 80s? All the young kids wear their socks like no that. No way. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. They, they all should go to the white chucks, too, like we did back in the day. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's heading over there to the tail, tailgate <laughs> right cool. now. Hey, I got him a ticket. Um, he's going to go. He, I said, Luke, dude, it's going to get cold up there it's tonight. It's going to be cold. I mean, if it's going to be it's gonna be cold here yeah. tonight, it's going to be really cold up there. That's what I said. And he's like, Dad, I'm going to be el- uh, elbow to elbow with people. I'll well, be perfectly you are, fine. but still. I'm like, it's Penn State. You're not freaking snuggling with them maybe yeah. later after the game, but not uh, during the game. He is just. I remember last year when we were freezing our asses off watching those kids come down that hill when we were tailgating? Oh, yeah. Remember how cold we were that day? And that was a day game. Right. That was like, what was that, a noon game or 3.30 game? That was a Michigan game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a 3.30 game. I remember like sitting there like, and we had a whiteout, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to not put on my whiteout just because i got to put something on to get warmer. Right. And it ended up working out nice when the sun came out, but... Jesus, it was it was chilly. There was fucking snowing and shit. I was yep. so cold at that game. I was yeah. like shivering, and those kids came down the hill in like shorts and mm-hmm. ripped jeans, and I was like, these girls are gonna freeze these their kids, asses yeah, off. Kids, oh, when you're younger, you're dumb. I guess you so, man. Yeah, so I don't know. It's fun. We'll have fun. Oh, he'll so it'll be really um, loud. I don't have a good feeling about this game. I do. I think they're going to win this game. Well, I know you've said this, right? Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to win this game. You know, they're going to come off this one. It's going to be very loud. I think the crowd is going to overwhelm Michigan because – not Michigan, uh, Minnesota, because I've seen that whiteout crowd overwhelm teams. Yeah, it's and different. It's different now. I, I think uh, Manny Diaz is, you know, the one – I think he'll have some heart and turn uh, turn it up and stop the run because they got a good they running back. They got a great running game. They got a great running game. I think, and I don't think their regular quarterback's playing because he had a head injury last year, right. uh, last week. Tanner. Or yeah, something but the running like back's back. But he's good. Uh, but I think PJ uh, Fleck is much like uh, I think he's a lot like Franklin. He's a used car salesman. He's all talk, but an in-game coach, he's not. Right. You know, and well, they've lost two in a row. Yeah, they're like they got three losses on the season. Yeah. Uh, I think Penn State wins this one, and then next week they're going to tease us. Again, it's going to be at home, and they'll make it close but lose because Franklin can never beat Ohio State. And then we'll think, oh, man, we gave them a good game. Well, you fucking got your ass kicked by Michigan, and you couldn't stop the run. So, Okay, so I don't think – I think – I don't know why. I just think they got so beat up last week. And now Clifford, you don't even know if he's playing tonight. I hope he doesn't play. Well, it's interesting. Um, just make him a coach now. You, you want him to be – he's going to be a grad assistant next year coaching. They can't – what, is he going to go to pros and do what? Hold <laughs> yeah, kicks? No, no. Um, Yeah, I, I just don't know. I mean, here's the thing. If you start – and, and you already blew, burned a red shirt off of that kid, so yeah. you might as well fucking play right. him. I mean, he looks good. He just looks like a good quarterback. He, right? he has he, he has a smart, and he's a true freshman, which right. is unbelievable. Give him time. And he's gonna and he, he puts it right where he needs to put it. And he has a nice touch. He knows when to put touch. He knows when to zip it. You know, whereas the thing is, the, the Penn State's offensive line is terrible. Their yeah. defensive line is terrible. Yeah, it's like that's their two weaknesses. Exactly what's strong about the Eagles is yeah. what's weak. And, well, and, actually, and I can't the worst say part that about that is they have had a bad offensive line since Franklin got there. Their first few years, you're thinking, okay, it's because of the sanctions, but you haven't straightened it out. We that used to be the strength of Penn State for years. That's why we always ran the ball. Even when we had shitty teams. We had good offensive lines, 
we used to not be able to throw the ball, but we could run the ball. What the fuck? And then they bring this guy in from BC who's supposedly some great guy. And I, I got a feeling that he and the offensive coordinator aren't on the same page. I think so, too. And, and that totally guy was highly uh, recommended because he came from OK State. And they did great. I think somehow Franklin's fucking that up too. I do too because it's like, dude, just get, just find a way to fire this motherfucker. They have their their offense is they never get into that pattern, right? It's like, all right, we're gonna run the ball, but it's so obvious they're gonna fucking run the ball. Yeah. It's like they got so many great weapons. That, that's they, they got four that, great and, running backs, and great Jones, wide receivers. Cobra Jones brings this up. They got that slow developing run play. Where you got you, you have an hour for the safety to come up and help. Fuck, you could be thirty yards deep and oh, they're running it. Bang! I know. Dude, make it a quick hitter. Yeah. Have the tailback take a step up so you hit that line quicker. Right. Christ Almighty, we got two great freshman running backs. So one guy's fast as hell, and the other one's as tough as hell. Fucking and, and they got. It's not like they're not recruiting well for the linemen, and the offensive linemen are big enough. Right. You know, he said he started talking shit about his own players. If I'm a player, I'm like, fuck this guy. Oh, they're not big enough. Their offensive line is big enough. What the fuck? I don't think they're all on the same page. Right. The fuck? I mean, we recruit good for the wide receivers and the running back. Well, great. That doesn't mean shit if we can't control the line of scrimmage. It just sucks because they're, you know, it's Penn State. I wanted my kid to be up there when all of a sudden they got good, and I'm thinking, all right, they might because, but Franklin, it's the weakness. But they have, if he can recruit some offensive and defensive linemen, I mean, good ones. Yeah. Get some of these blue chippers or whatever five star they've three, gotten four. some really good ones they've gotten yeah. in-state dudes right so and, and, and the coach like i said the guy was and bc always has a good offensive lines and this guy made a couple all-americans at bc for linemen so it's not like you got a shitty coach but the you know i, I just think he's fucking meddling with them the running backs are young and good Give i them guarantee room. one of those tra- goes to the transfer portal yeah because they've mismanaged right. them i think um, you're right and then Possibly same with these talented freaking receivers. They're that fast. Never get the ball. That's why you got to put this freshman quarterback in because he will get him the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. Uh, Clifford is like the college version of fucking Wentz. Yes, that's pretty good. It's like fucking this guy. You see, Wentz is out now. He's, I, on, yeah, he's he, on the he, IR. Yeah, he got broken with a finger. I, I think he did that. Oh no, you're right. It's a finger. And how long is he out? Four to five weeks. Four well, they six put him weeks? in the IR, so he's automatically what? Four to six, right? Yeah. So what? It was a finger, and all of a sudden, you know, it, you know, as the week was, you know, it wasn't a big deal. As the week progressed, oh, now he needs surgery. I think that's Ron Rivera's way of saying, I don't want this guy fucking playing. I'll go with that that guy who's got a lot of heart, who played a couple years ago, who. You know, the Red, the Redskins are a mess, or the Commanders, whatever the fuck they are. That team is a mess. Well, that starts from the fucking owner. He's got all sorts of shit going on. How about this he's, guy's like saying he's got dirt on everybody? I Dude, think that's fucking awesome, though, because. Well, I'm sure they all got dirt on it. They're all like the mob, you know. They, they all are. got a little something going on, and Jerry's like the head of it. So if you fucking start saying Did shit you about see him, him and, uh, no, I didn't. See, but I'm sure he said something. Him and the the Patriots. Craft. Oh, they were going after each other. Yes, Kraft and Kraft is like you know the Godfather himself because he won all these championships. Right. And he's buddies with fucking Goodell, and then the guy from the Colts who's a fucking drunken. Where has it that uh, Jerry Jones said to Kraft, <laughs> "Don't." Fuck yeah, he did. That's what I heard. Don't fuck with me and Crash. Like what? And then the drunk from fucking the Colts is like saying shit. Oh, what's he, his name? Ursay. He's like, I'm, I'm leading the charge to get rid of Snyder. I'm like, dude. First of all, you better check your own baggage. You know shit. You better shut the fuck up because you have one too many. You're gonna say the wrong fucking. <laughs> he's, thing. he's a fucking. Ass. See, this is a time where they need to fucking bring Al Davis from like 30 oh, years because yeah. he'd be in there like laughing, like bring it the fuck. Up. <laughs> 
fuck yeah all this shit though reminds me of that lakers uh show we watched on hbo yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it reminds me of showtime showtime because you know what goes on in the background theoretically with the owners right where it was like but they don't bring it to the forefront where no, they're talking but, shit and they're saying fuck you we're gonna so, win and, you know i, I just sit there and and i think the whole thing was goodell right yeah jerry jones did not want goodell's contract he wanted to see the books and put it all out there and he said we got to show x amount of growth we got to hold him accountable yeah. he said he was going to do this this and this yeah he didn't and i'm like fucking ain't right yeah, it's said, a business right right jerry we, jones we want, is we, right one thing you say you can say you can say anything about jerry jones he's this he's that but that guy knows how to make money in Fuck a yeah. fucking business yeah so he's right Hey, and you know, just you know, talk about Al Davis back in the day. Show me how you're making us better. Right. And if you're not, either you don't get a raise or we'll get another dude who can make us that way. Right. You know? And he was, you know, beating down uh, Pete Rozelle, who was phenomenal. But, I mean, if he made any type of slip up, Davis was all over him. And Jerry Jones is the same way. You're right. Yes. If you're not making us money and making our product better, let's get another dude. Right. Or you don't get a raise. Right. Because you know, they're paying that guy a lot of money. They're paying that dude is more than players. Right. It's like $30 million a year. It's insane. So he's like... And what does he do except dodge fucking problems? Well, yeah, he does. And I think he's kind of an ass, if you ask me. But he has... And it's just the product. It's not him. He happens to be there where the product is really good. But they have worked under his... Uh, guidance. He's worked some unbelievable deals to make the NFL brand that Thursday night. They own almost every night of the week except Tuesday and Wednesday well, I mean, and yeah, Friday. And, and that is good. And but Saturday, I mean, I mean it's but, the football. But it's football. How hard everybody wants to watch it. If you put it on Tuesday, Wednesday, they'd watch it then too. Right. You know. And yes, the Thursday. No, but he now you know he's worked these contracts with streaming and then the M- NBC and. Yeah. You know, he's work, ESPN deal, the Fox deal, the CBS deal. He's got them all as players, right? Yeah. And yeah. he's got that freaking brand in there. I, I hate Roger Goodell. I actually yeah. think he's ruined the sport. Right. You know, the these penalties, and we don't know what a tackle is anymore, and he's trying to save the a, best yeah, A tackle oh, or a God. roughing the passer or a catch. But I tell you what, but look you at know, the good ones back in the day. Have you ever seen highlights of fucking Terry Bradshaw getting fucking dumped Terry, on his he head? and fucked up. And it wasn't a penalty. Right. Or, or, or Mel Blunt fucking picking up Cliff Branch and fucking him up, and that was within five yards, and so guess it was what? legal. And those guys stayed in the freaking game. And he would stay in the game, where Jack, Jack Lambert fucking dudes up. Um, but you know what? There, there's other dudes. You look at some of these conferences, like the SEC conference and the commissioners who run those. They're doing those same type of oh, deals yeah. where they're getting all the, you know, the Big Ten network, you know, and the Big Ten. All these commissioners, they could step right in and fucking take a good No deal doubt. I no think because they, they're, they're doing the same type of thing. Yes. You know, they're getting their product out there. They're expanding, even though we may not like it, but they're doing it for their reason. They're bringing so they money. they step right in. <laughs> bringing they're bringing that big money, just and, like the NFL. You know, the whole streaming thing. Now, what I want to see is, and I haven't seen the numbers yet, and it's a big deal to my company, but the streaming numbers on the Thursday Night Football that moved to Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. really, Goodell doesn't give a shit because it's ex- the whole partnership there was, okay, <coughs> here Prime, yeah, you, you know, Pesos got all this money, throws it mm-hmm. at, at the NFL and says, here, I want Thursday Night Football, we're going to stream it. Now, what he's doing, he's getting more people to sign up for Prime. He's bringing in more customers. He already owns all fucking I mean, retail. They're making tons of money. They yeah. really are. And, you know, some of the rules that they make, they are like, 
you know, they were explaining the, uh, the, the, the quarterback, roughing the quarterback, and they are trying to save some of these guys. Yeah, but it's ridiculous, though. The, it is. The one that happened on Brady a couple weeks that was, ago. That was complete bullshit. The and one the same Kansas thing City to uh, against the Raiders where the guy fucking had the ball. Yeah. How's that a fucking... Oh, uh, come on. You know, I get that, but I think, like we were talking about a few weeks ago, what happened to Tua, they're going to go over the top. Yes, we did. We and, did say you know, that. And that was a scary-looking fucking thing. The yes. Way they, the, the way he got He's going to freaking play this week, He's I heard. He's back, I know. What the fuck? I would hold him out another week or two. Easily. You know... Uh, you know, when he comes back and says, I'm ready to go, I'm like, okay, that means two more weeks. Yeah, damn because straight, Jesus, man. Jesus, dude, come on. Yeah. So, Not okay. And then I that. think his brother just got hurt last week at Maryland. He did, Maryland, yeah. What happened to him? Was I don't know, his... but he said, I saw him uh, yeah, I don't day. think it was a concussion, though. I think it was a shoulder, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was played down near the goal line. So, apparently, he's coming back. I don't know. We'll see. He's, um, he's good. He's really good. He's good. He's yeah. as good as his brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ish. He's got some. Well, I mean, one was at Bama and one's at Maryland, but Maryland's got some nice receivers. They do. Yeah. I mean, Division One ball, man. It's like, it's amazing to me. How about, did you listen back to last week's show? Yeah, I did. How awesome was it? That Alabama game. You and I giving the play by play as that game's oh, going on. That Alabama game. I was game. like, it was, that was pretty an exciting cool. Game. I got to tell you, it was pretty cool to listen to. Yeah, I mean, the Alabama game, that was an exciting game. Oh, my God. That was an exciting game. Um, and, you know, it, you know, Tennessee should celebrate to beat a Nick Saban team is saying something. Yeah, he's a great right. coach. And some of the catches, some of the plays. The play it wasn't a play calling where you're saying, Jesus, that was a stupid call. It was like nice. That was nice. And then it was a few calls like the interception they called back saying it was a pass interference. And then Alabama had a chance to send it to OT or win it. They miss it. And then we're thinking there's OT. And somehow Tennessee gets down in field goal range just like that. On an Alabama defense. Two plays. Two freaking plays. Yeah. And and I, it didn't come through on the podcast, but you and I both said that's a pretty long field goal. Yeah. You and know? the way he kicked it, it came off like a freaking knuckleball. Oh, no, no, no. I was, I was thinking about Alabama's field goal. I was like, they're going to give them field position here. Yeah. If this guy misses that, yeah. it was a little long. And sure enough, that's what happened. Two plays and, yeah, the yeah. knuckleball. Yeah. And that's that, that's that happened a few years ago where Bama lost and he, they missed a field goal. And it's, I think it was either LSU or made it uh, Auburn or something. Oh, it was Auburn. So well, that was when the they kick returned six. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was another game, I think it might have been LSU, where he missed it similar to them, and they gave him... Good field position. Good field position. So, SEC football. But still, Freaking it awesome still level. was a great, great, yeah. great... And he hear us. What a catch. Mm-hmm. What a run. You know, yes. good tackling. Yes. It's good, solid ball. And, and you, you going, know? there goes Bama. <laughs> oh, I, you know, Bama's yeah, just tough. They are. And, you so know, Nick Saban, I'm just thinking Bama's going to win. Bama's going to win. Because they just always pull those games out. They're just the elite team of college football. And it's, I like watching them because it's like, man, that's good fundamental hard football. And I like watching them. I heard a very cool story this morning on uh, uh, on the web. It, it was really cool. So it was – this guy wouldn't say when, who was the coach. He wouldn't say anything involved, but he said the schools. Mm-hmm. So uh, the star running back had uh, decided to – he had agreed to go to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And at the time, whoever the coach was at LSU went down there and he was trying to recruit him. And this guy was about to sign on on signing day with Texas A&M. LSU to A&M? No, this guy, there was this running back, star running back from Houston, Texas or something, Mm -hmm. right? 
and he was going to sign on the next day to Texas A&M. That's where he was going. And the LSU coach, at who, and he wouldn't say who it was at the time, was down there to recruit. So he called the kid's mother from a payphone and said, acted as if he was the Texas A&M coach and said, we made a miscalculation in the number of scholarships we can give. Get the fuck out of here. Shows, goes over to the house and says, hey, you know, I just want to talk to you. You know, LSU would love to have you, whatever. Signs the fucking guy. Dirty, dirty pool, but hey, <laughs> all is fair in love and war, shit, right, man? Wow, is that fucking unbelievable? So that is. Great. I started reading the comments on this, and they had it nailed down to, oh God, I think it was like Bill Arnsberger was the LSU coach at the time. Uh, uh, Arnsberger, he was like That's late '80s, and they late had it named to who the running back was and everything. And I can't remember. Somebody Williams was the running back, but it was nobody who I knew. You nobody know, who went big time in yeah. the pros. But isn't that fucking wow. unbelievable? Well, I mean, did you ever watch that uh, Thirty for Thirty on SMU? Where uh, they, the I forget ponies, what it's called, the Pony, Pony Excess. Oh, guess what? I uh, go ahead. No, so in the Pony Excess. Uh, what's his name? Uh, who's a great running back who went from Mass Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. So Eric Dickerson lived in Sealy, Texas, and that part of Texas was known to everybody go to A and M. So he's you know getting close to game day and or game day signing day, and he gets a golden Trans Am, and they were calling it a golden A and M or whatever. Cheering Texas. <laughs> And he was going to go to A&M. And then, of course, the guy who coached uh, SMU of those times, who ended up coaching the Patriots, can't think his name right now. So he goes down there and starts talking to him. Um, and next thing you know, Dickerson says to his mom or grandmother, says, you know, I, I don't really like the guy from A&M, but I sure do like that guy from SMU. She goes, me too. He goes, do you think if I sign with SMU, I'm going to have to give the car back? So she call, he calls the coach at SMU, and he goes, what are they going to do? Go to the cops and say, hey, we want this car that we illegally gave to you back? Ron goes, Meyer. Ron Myers. He goes, screw them. Keep the car and come to a- a- SMU. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. And then every, oh everybody God. involved said, listen, I don't know what they gave Eric to come to SMU, and he'll never tell you. But I'm telling you, there was something involved in it. And all those guys they had on it who were dirty, they're like, how'd you get Dickerson? They're like, I don't know. No one. And then Dickerson's like, man, I love it. I love this Ron Myers guy. And they're like, okay, what did he give you? What did he give you? It's amazing. Back in the day, right? Because wasn't it, um, uh, who was the guy from Texas that uh, went to Oklahoma Oh, 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 um, the, the greatest that never was. They yes. The, uh, uh, Marcus Dupree. Marcus Dupree. And, but he was from uh, Philadelphia, Mississippi. Right, and that story and then is he fucking was, crazy. That's a great story. So the coaches uh, or the scouts or assistant coaches from Texas and Oklahoma were staying in the same hotel going and going and going and going. And then he goes and visits Texas and he says, he verbally commits. Yeah. And he's about to sign. And the guy said, the coach of uh, Texas, I forget his name, uh, Fred Ma- Akers. Calls, he goes, I want you to call your mom. And then his mom's like, well, if that's what he wants to do, that's fine. But he got one more trip to Oklahoma. I want him to take it because he's entitled to it. But, you know, if he says he wants to, we'll go. And then the guy's like, well, I think we got him. So then he goes to Oklahoma and Barry Switzer gets a hold of him. You're not leaving. And then somebody (laughs) said, well, when he went to Texas, Earl Campbell, you know, showed him around. So Billy, you know, he said, we'll get Billy Sims. And Billy Sims was big. You know, if you ever see him, he's got this big barato and big... Yeah. And he goes, man, he had a watch that big, man. <laughs> he goes, I'm going Oklahoma. Yeah. 
And then he had that great freshman year, and he was oh, beast. Yeah. I, I remember watching that bowl game. Yeah. And, and uh, Switzer criticized me. He had like 190 yards, but he kept getting caught, and they still lost. And he goes, man, if he was in shape, he would have ran for 300 yards, and we would have won. And they're like, dude, he's criticizing. And I remember watching, like, who the fuck is this Billy Joe DeBay? I know Marcus Debris. He's awesome. Yeah. And then what happened? He decided to leave. So then he did, he went back the next year. I think he got hurt a little right. bit. And then he, you know, he went home and he's like, I'm not going back. And I'm going mom, pro. And, and, and then he no, couldn't no, no, go no. pro. You know, he couldn't. And, you know, his mom's like, go back to Oklahoma. And then some other dude was getting in his ear about go to Southern Miss. And with the rules, if you transferred, you had, you had to wait a year. year. Yeah. Unless like, you went down a division. Right. And the, and I guess the way he was, was he was the type of guy that if he wasn't playing, he got way out of shape. He put on a lot of weight. Yeah. And they're like, shit, if this dude sits around, he'll put on 50 pounds. And then they're like, we got to find a way to get him in the USFL. And that's the way he did. And then he got hurt. He got hurt at USFL. I think it was a New Orleans team. He was on. But he, he ended up going Orleans. to the Rams. Then he went to the Rams because cool. he years sat around later. a couple years later, and then he got himself back in his shape, and he played for a few years yeah. under John Robinson, and then you know that was about it. Yeah, unbelievable. So, but he I, was awesome. Um, so I finally, finally, we had talked about this one. I finally saw the one about the Carter High School. What Carter lost? Oh, that was just on the other night. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I watched it. Oh boy, was that something? Unbelievable. And Sue they, watched it with me. So they, they showed it. They had 21 guys who were going to go to Division One, and seven guys who actually did go to the pros. Right. And then all these other guys who, you know, went to jail. What a team. What a bunch of fucking idiots, though. Morons. They were all going to go but to how pro. crazy was it, like, that the rules in Texas at that time, and, the you know, the one kid had the failing grade, and then they, and then the guy's book, and then they were like, he was kind of crooked, the teacher, because... And you know, and he wasn't—he was crooked against them because he had his own scoring system. Yeah. And they were like, and they just kept going to every court and court and court. And, and thank God out. they had that one lawyer who kept fighting. He wouldn't give yeah. up. And, yeah. and he, you know, he basically was dedicating his time to say this isn't right. Right. And well, of course you're down in Texas. They want—they want their, their team to win that state championship. But it was kind of cool because at the time of that. You know, and Jesse Armstead was Jesse Armstead. They and they dude, had all these other but they had some. And he tough had like games. a broken arm. <laughs> yeah. And, and who did they go? Who they go against in, in one game was Odell Beckham's dad, Odell yes, Beckham. Senior. And he said we knew he was going to be the uh, big problem, and he still tore us up. Yeah. So his dad was good too. How about it, man? Oh, it was really yeah, uh, a was really something. cool special. Yeah. Um, and they didn't like the way that they were portrayed in the movie mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights because they were like kicking people. We didn't do that shit. Said, you we know? weren't dirty. We weren't this and that. And then the thing is, the way what everything happened, it kind of played out like we told you so. Yes. And and the one guy's dad, who was a preacher, said, "Listen, all those kids who got in trouble, it was a one-time thing. After that, none of them have been in no, trouble. No, how about since. that? Not one of them has been in trouble. I thought it was kind of cool sense. that I think the most any one of them served was like." Four years, five years, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they they said, st- they st- but the thing they lost was their chance the college. Of and then the, one the kid one was kid, going to Tennessee. One, one kid, one kid was going to, and it, and the one guy was ashamed. The guy said, "Listen," he said to his buddy, he "Goes when you were playing at uh, Florida State, I was in jail watching you." Abraham and his and his yeah. buddy's just like, and he's like, "Man, it just hit home and hurt." Yeah, he goes, "I'm in, I'm playing. He's in jail." Yeah. But the thing is, it was so stupid. And that one guy, the cop, pulled him over and said, "Hey, listen, whatever you guys are doing, you better stop." Because at some point it's going to go too far. Enough's enough. 
You know, you, we're going to They just you thought they were bigger than they life. They thought they were bigger than life before. And, and that's that's a, a problem with all these, oh, absolutely. you know, guys yeah. who are, they're pampered, pampered, pampered. They go to Division One. Yep. They go pro. They're pampered. And then you wonder, like, why do they act like this? Because they've been pampered. Right. You know, he was a cop who pulled him over and said, listen, you better straighten your act out or you're going to lose everything. It was cool. It and started with that, you know, pulling them over and telling yeah, them, hey. You, gotta, you guys got to straighten out. Don't yep. notice. You got a good opportunity here. I mean, it was... I mean, they ended up blowing the team out in the, the championship game. But to get to the championship, I mean, beating Plano, beating yeah. Perryman. And, and Perryman. Abilene and all the, with, uh, you know, and then it, it, the one play that came down to the last one, Jesse Armstrong's got like a broken hand. He's a linebacker. They're he's not losing. Even on, that was against Beckham Jr. Yeah. Beckham Sr. Yeah, and he's not even on offense, but he was such a great athlete. He's one of the best people. Listen, he went to the coach, in, put me in, I'll catch put it. Put me in, I'll catch it. it. And he's got hand. a fucking broken hand. So he goes, you know what? I believe you. And he says to the quarterback, he goes, listen, you got a thought, but Jesse's got a broken hand, so don't be putting the same zip on it. you got to pull it along. And he fired it. it in there. And he fucking caught it. And <laughs> and then the, you hear the announcers, that's Jesse. He's a linebacker. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so Jesse Arm said, and it's a Very shame. cool. Very cool special. You know, to all these us. guys, and then there's Jesse Arm said, they show him, you know, not a shame for him. He's on a private plane. He's a motivator. He still works for the Giants. Yeah. Good for him. But all these other guys, they just fucked it up and they were all terrific yeah. and, it, and they were all very regretful the one guy is a preacher's son he's now a preacher himself all right. the other guys you know some guys but work in a community and he was I think he was the one that was only one incident because there was multiple yes the one guy but and I don't think he went to jail he did he, go to jail did he go to jail oh he went to jail how long too. did he go to jail for? four years he went to jail for four, four years four years and he was only involved in one of the crimes and, and but he held a gun and he oh okay that's why and then I remember his dad saying hey you know if, if I had to protect my son, if I do it, do it again, I yep. do it again. I got to protect my son, and, and you, you just see you the emotion. With here's him the thing. Son. I mean, what I loved about the special, what I thought was really, really good, is they had the victims on there. The the girl from the video store, the guy that worked at the the restaurant where the kid worked there, and he's like, I fucking knew it was him. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like. These kids had it all. I hired him. I interviewed him. I hired him. Yeah. You know, and, and it was like so stupid. It was just they wanted new sneaks. They wanted the new Jordans and stuff like that. Dude, if you just waited six months and went to college, <laughs> you were getting give all, you that, all shit. that shit. Yeah. And then go, you you would have been so good. You went, to, went pro and then Chris and you could buy 20. I mean, it, you know, the, <coughs> what I thought was cool is you heard both sides of it, right? They, they never used a gun. They never hurt anybody. They never pistol whipped anybody. They didn't do anything like they that. Just but you heard out. from the victims, and they were saying how, you know, the, the nightmares at night and stuff like that. and The trauma that they went through. Right. And I said, you know what? Good job on this special, you know? Because yeah. like, they what, glorified these guys as players. Right. And, and how, that's the problem. As much as you wanted to cut them a break and say they're this close to... Having their gold ticket to the Willy Wonka, yeah. they fucked it up. Right. And you got to be accountable because, like you said, look what you did to these victims. You fucked them up yes. for life. Yes, you're going to go on and play great football and blah, 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 but you screwed these people up. Right. And you got to pay for that. There's a price to be paid. And they did. And now, and, and I like the one part where the one guy, I, I don't know what position he played, but he went back to Carter High School and he talked about, I went to jail. Not all you guys are going to go pro. Most of you don't. And he, he went over the stats. 21 guys going to uh, Division One. Seven went pro. You got, no, he was the they, receiver. He, he goes, he yeah. goes, there ain't seven pros in here. I can tell you that oh, right yeah. now. 
you better go to school or you're going to end up like me. Do you want to be in jail? He goes, you have more of a chance to go to jail than go to the pros. What do you want to do? I like that. He was talking to the whole football and, and he team. Goes, and he goes, I'm just keeping it real, man. I'm yeah. keeping it real. I was in jail. Yeah. He goes, do you want to go to jail or do you want to go to college and play? And it's like, you know, so it was all of them giving back like that. Listen, learn from me. Learn right. from me. And it, I give him credit for that. Did you look at what, I mean, so the, the special was what Carter lost. Very good. Uh, you know, it's another one of those. So they stripped him of their, their championship. Which I thought was reason. stupid. Why? Did they strip him of the championship? No, they stripped because, him of the championship. I know they did it that. Said it at the was end. it because of all the crimes? No, it was not because or of all the crimes. Or was it because of the grades? It was because of the one grade of the one kid where, <clears throat> you know, where it was kept up in the courts. And even the lawyer said, he's like, I wasn't going to, I could have fought it. We would have won. They would have never lost the championship. But at that point, what good was it going to do to get a jury in front when these kids are all in jail now? And he said it was after the fact. They took it away, and they took it away because of that. They kept fighting it because they didn't want this team to be known as the state champ. But to me, that's they're the state champs. They won it yeah. on the field. I hate that shit when you take shit away. Yeah. Because what was the illegal, the grade? No, the grade was actual. Yeah. Right? I mean, yep. it was proven that that was his grade. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, guess I'm, with, I'm with you on that one. So, I mean, they can, you know, for at least that team, they can say what, you know what, we no one beat us. Right. And no one was going to beat us. And they should say that. Now, when you're talking Little League Baseball, it sucks. That team from Chicago years ago, 2014, that cheated. <laughs> you know, they had, they had kids from, they just took the best kids from wherever and put them on a team. Like, oh, yeah. eh, it's kind of it's yeah. wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a good spot. All those ESPN 30 for 30s are really good. And that one was a very good one. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. So. You know, and I, and I liked the one part where the guy said, you know, it goes, first of all, that, that Friday night lights, I don't like the way they depict it. And secondly, it wasn't a championship. It was like the semifinals. semifinals. And he goes, it was pouring rain. He goes, the only reason it was close is it was raining. And they showed the film. How about and it? And it was pouring. He goes, pouring. And the guy's like, I hate Permian. Because they always think they should win because they're Permian. He goes, I'm glad we beat them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, but a lot of those guys, I think that game was like 14-9. And there was a lot of close games. And They had a close game. Well, the guy said, yeah, the only reason it was close was raining. He goes, I hate Permian. And I'm like, damn. That's cool, man. I did dig that. <coughs> so, uh, and, and Andrew T, talking to him last night, he he did a, he he said, man, I love when you and Jimmy talk about these shows and stuff. He goes, because I've watched every single one. Yeah, that's and you guys cool, are man. right on yeah, every time. That, that, that was a good one. <laughs> I love those 30 for 30s. And, and like we just mentioned about Marcus Dupree, the greatest that never was. And he was like a year older than us. And everybody thought he was going to be the next – Herschel Walker, and he could have been, he should have been, he would have been right in there with Herschel, him, Bo, and it was like a series, and, and, and Eric Dickerson, it was a series of great running backs when we were in high school, college, oh, yeah. and he was one of them, and I remember watching him like, man, he's fucking good, Right. I mean, he was big and fast, he'd break the tackle and accelerate like that, just like Bo, right. just like Herschel, and he was the next in line, he just fucked up, man, and then you hear the story, and now, you know, he, he's a truck driver and this and that, and him and Barry, Barry Switzer loves him. Because he's like, man, he should have been on it. He should have been on that 85 team that beat Penn State. Christ almighty, we'd have lost just as bad as Michigan to those guys. Christ yeah. almighty. Yeah, that was Oklahoma. That was the year mm -hmm. before they beat Miami, right? That's correct. Yeah, They lost in the Orange Bowl. They had Keith Jackson. They had that, that little quarterback, Jameel. Holloway. Holloway. Yeah. They had a nice, they had a great defense. Tony Casilla and Bosworth, who didn't do a goddamn thing. No, nah, Bosworth was, was, I mean, Bosworth was good. 
He was good. He didn't do nothing in that game. I remember talking yeah. to a few of the players, and they were like blocking him. Like, and then he finally made a tackle in the fourth quarter. Like, you finally did something, Bosworth. Very good. <laughs> just congratulations. That's awesome. And that's when Penn State had a good line. They're like, oh, you finally made a tackle. Conlins good for you. And... All those big motherfuckers. They were, they were big and nancy back then. Yeah. And that's what they need to teach. My dream for Penn State, and I've said this before, and it'll never happen, get an offensive line coach, Mike Munchak, who's the offensive line coach. Hey, see who's out that there now. That motherfucker's nasty. See who's out there now. Oh. Matt Rule got fired this week. I know, but then and, – and the, the AD who's now Penn State's ID, AD is a good dude who hired him at Temple. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So the guys – the Temple's old ID, uh, AD went from Temple to BC. Now he's Penn State's AD. Oh, is that now went up to BC? He, uh no, he went before this guy. This guy went up there and fired him. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome! I fucking hated Adazio. Yeah, Adazio, he's a piece of shit. Another one. Some of these guys aren't good coaches. They're just big talkers. Right. They're great recruited. Talk- you know, you got to be able to. And there's a few guys who can recruit and 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 coach. Right. And and one of them I can think of the top of my head is Larry Johnson, who's now with Ohio State. He's great Dude, recruiter. Great recruiter. Great, great coach, coach. And a good person. Great man. Yeah. Paterno. Paterno and him got along. Turner knew how to get good coach. He knew how hey, to recruit. Hey, did you see uh, their before the game today? They're uh, recognizing the two 2012 team before the game. Oh, are they? Yeah. And that's good. Oh, it's ten years. Well, they should. Yeah. That team saved them. It did. They saved. Cause I told you about that one thing about Silas Red leaving, and the rest of them said. Well, he was what, the last Silas dominant. Red, the punter or kicker or something. Well, the that. kicker was from Texas. He went to Texas. Right. Uh, there was one guy who. Well, went didn't to- Junie Lewis's kid leave? No, no, he stayed. Well, he no, that was after that. Oh, okay. He was after that. He came when uh, Franklin when Franklin was there, and Franklin started recruiting good okay. wide receivers. So they had like Deshaun Hamilton and Chris Godwin. All right. So then Judy's son nice. went from starter to like second string, and he's like, "Why isn't my son starting?" Well, we got Chris Godwin. Why the fuck would we have your son? Hey, he led the the Canadian Football League, and uh... well, good for him. And Godwin's down there with Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. So who do you want? I'll take God's. No, but hey, I'm happy for June. I mean, they retired Junie's uh, number down in South Alabama. Oh, did they? Yeah. They should retire it at Abington. Junie was good. Oh, I'm sure they did retire Junie it at was Abington. Good. And I think they retired his number in uh, uh, Graterford, uh, cell block number C. Junie uh, never went to jail. June, get the fuck out of here. Yes, he did. Junie went to jail? Yeah, he was stealing stuff. Fucking A, man. You do. What, what Abington? Why do you think he's in, in the God now? <laughs> Oh, what Abington lost. What Abington lost. <laughs> BJ, I love you, but you should have been at LSU running the track. But what Abington lost. Jamie Fitzgerald. Lost. You can go on and on. Nearly. Why are you robbing us, Moose? We know it's you. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> and then they catch him in the bushes in front of his house. Well, Tiger's kid, right? Well, t- Target, well, Tiger went to Tiger Australia. Tiger went to Australia and played ball. His son, I don't know where his son is now. I think some small. Well, he school. went to Pepperdine. And we'll, he went, he would start went to Pepperdine? And then I don't know what happened. He's out of there now. So who oh, the fuck knows? boy. Yeah. Tiger was good. I, I forget what happened to him, but. Uh, <laughs> Except Tiger shouldn't have been dribbling that ball. We'd been state no. champs. No. God damn it, no. We had two of the third. We had like two of the best guards in the state. No one would have still, still it from Moose and Neely. Neely oh used to leave God. potholes. He fucking dribbled so fucking hard. That was, I don't care. That was by far the best. They would have won a state basketball. They would have won a state t- title. I mean, they won the uh, district, but they well, gives a shit. They should have won. They should have been the team they lost to was some Springfield Delco bullshit. Fucking should bunch have of never white lost kids. to them. Bunch of white kids. I remember that was at William Tennant. I think my CUIO team could have beat them. Jesus. Well, no, we couldn't. I mean, but, maybe you think about that. 
that road to Wyndham we beat District. Chester, Chester. We beat Whitehall, who won it the year before. Yep. We, Scotty uh, could tell you all the teams we won, and Brian and those guys were good. Scotty you was uh, <coughs> Scotty was front and center. Him and Hope. Yeah, he was on that team. Scotty. Mm-hmm. Scotty was on there. Neils. Neil was guard. Right, Jamie. Who was the center? Uh, the, oh, Macklemore. Macklemore, yeah. And then Ed oh, Lackman no. backed him up. Ed Lackman, but Ed, you had Tiger. We had Tiger. We had Marshall uh, Rhodes. Chrissy Lee. Um, uh, was Chrissy Lee on that team? Chrissy was on that team, yeah. Wow. Chrissy got fucking dunk. Me and Chrissy don't get along. And then, he uh, could play. What's his name? Was sixth off the bench. Um, dude, who stops in your bank, you know, all the time. Oh, Shockey. No, Shockey started. Did Shockey start his Shockey year? started. Yeah, Shockey was smooth. Yeah. Now, I think fuck. the six off the bench might have been Chrissy Lee. Okay. And Chrissy could, oh, God damn, that fucker get up, man. He could dunk. <laughs> Chrissy was, a, and then he the next year he plays intramurals with us because well, he, he should have graduated. <laughs> and then he went up for a dunk <laughs> and Hazy tackled him. <laughs> we fucking and knocked Hazy's him out. And like, listen, fucking nobody's dunking on us. He goes, I got, I just got a foul. I got four more. Wasn't Jimmy's there... got five. He's got five. We all got five. Fuck it. We're ta-. And he looks at us and goes, tackle these motherfuckers. And they looked at us like, fuck, they're going to tackle us. There was <laughs> we no were... dunking going on again. And we beat them. Yeah. There ain't no dunking going on against us. Yeah. We're tackling you motherfuckers. <laughs> I remember he tackling right on the heart. That hurts. Oh, Hayes, he was great. He was a beast, dude. Good dude. All right, so let's talk birds football. Okay, yeah. So they're off this week. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> before we say, Matt Rule got fired, right? Yep. And then they yep, go and yep. trade. <laughs> uh, they're they're unloading their. Well, they got they got a big payroll, so yeah. they unload so one dude. They and unload just McCaffrey. Up immediately. They just they unloaded him. No, I know they unloaded one of their wide receivers. Dude, they. Oh, Did that they, was the guy from Temple. What's his name? Uh, the guy from Temple got... So, supposedly, he got in an argument with one of the coaches. And they, and they kicked him out and said, go so, to the locker room. And they traded him on oh, Monday. They, him they traded McCaffrey on for Thursday. What? For what? How much did they get? Uh, like four picks. Like a second, third, and fourth round pick. See, they're, now they're just having a yard sale. So, he went to San Francisco. McCaffrey's at San Francisco. That's where his dad played. Yeah. That's where his dad played. And, you know, that's where he went to college went to Stanford. Stanford. Oh, so his family's probably happy. So, he got there Friday in practice. There's talk that he might even play this weekend. That's cool. I was just reading something earlier in the week how he was he got you know got bulked up because he you know he wanted to get through the rigors of the season. This guy never plays a full season. Well, he's a, he's he, well he's a little in stature. Right, the he's one year he did, shit. I had him on my fantasy team and won the championship. Now I got him on my fantasy team this yeah. year, and I don't know well, whether to start him or not. I think that's why he put all this weight on to kind of yeah. you know get through the season. He's got, have you ever seen he's his a little girlfriend? Dude. I'm sure she's got a smoke oh, off. Oh my God, he's, she's a celebrity. Oh yeah, yeah. nice, good for she's, him. Yeah, good on you, C Mac, uh, CMC. So yeah, he's he's with the uh, 49ers good now. For him. That's a dangerous ass team. They just don't have a quarterback. Well, I mean, Jimmy G can manage the team, and he's gotten them to the Super Bowl, and he's gotten them to the AFC, uh, NFC Championship last year. Yeah. Right. So, and they got a nice D. Yeah, great think they're, D. They're, you know what their biggest weakness is? Just like Penn State's their coach. He gets fucking leads and he doesn't know what the fuck. He panics. Shanahan. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a. He's kind of a jackass. Kind of a douche. He's a, he's a. You know what though? He's a good play caller. He manages the game well. He can get a big lead on you. Yeah. So Just you know, he, my God, they got that. They got a. They got a tough team, man. Good defense. Yeah. So, let's go back to Eagles play yep. the Cowboys Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Start off great. Started twenty off to three really at good. half. Twenty yep. nothing at first. And um, I just felt like you no, know, they got 
they got to that 20 to nothing with turnovers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cooper Rush became real, right? He had won four games and in a row. Expo- in they exposed him they for did. what he is. And he threw some terrible passes. Oh, I mean, now, yeah, the first interception was a great play where... It was tipped, wasn't it? It was tipped, but yep. it was a typical... Like, we worked on that shit in practice. It was great. Oh, tip to, drill, yep. Tip drill. Yep, tip and drill. that's exactly what that... He didn't yeah. knock it away. He was knocked that Bradbury it to who tipped it? Bradbury. Bradbury's been had a nice So all game. he did was tip it up because he knew he had guys behind him. Get mm-hmm. it? And... Uh, and what's his name? Gardner Johnson got it at the high point, and which that's, was that's great. That's exactly how you do it. Get it at the high point. You yep. jump and get that high point ball. So I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, and then the other then, one, he overthrew and he was right to the And ground. you and I were texting each other during the game. Perfectly said by you is they are, they are confusing the shit out of Parsons. Mm-hmm. And you took their best player and oh, yeah. said, make a, make, yes. make, make a decision. Make a decision right now. Yeah. You know, so you roll out and either tackle me or I'm going to dump it off. Yep. And his first instinct is always to come forward. That's yep. always go after the quarterback. So dumb. He was dumb. so frustrated after yes. that one touchdown. And yes. I was like, they got in his head. They got, they got in the best player in football, defensive player in football's head. Yep. That's that, dude, that dude can and dominate that. Yes, he can. So that's why, you know, you, you got you to gotta make him think and give him that moment of pause. Otherwise, he's going to get your quarterback every time. Right. If he gets to pin back his ears and come after you, he's going to get you. But you give them that either run at them or like they did, and they did it perfectly. Make them think. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. And then, then he slows down. So, again, you know, people have been knocking Jalen Hurts, whatever. This guy, and you got to knock on wood when I say this, but he's controlled the ball. They've taken care of the ball, and they're yeah. not getting stupid penalties this yeah. year. Last year, it drove me crazy. Yeah. Sirianna was yeah. like, yeah. how can you have such an undisciplined team? All of a sudden, they're a disciplined team. Yeah. They're not getting stupid penalties. Yeah. And they're con- they're not turning over the ball. The one thing they I, lead the league in turnovers uh, differential. Different. The one thing they got to work on is their second <clears throat> half. They they play great in the first uh, half, especially second quarter. But then they they second disappear. Quarter, yeah. They disappear in the third quarter and let the other team get back into the game. And well, then, it's halftime and, adjustments, and that's a problem. Right, and and then it forces them. And God God bless them. They've done it. They need to then f- finish the game with a four minute drill, but they do nine minute drills. Two with, weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row where they have a nine-minute, and that's great. Unbelievable. That. But do that the whole second half to burn yes. that damn ball. We got the best line in the the. the, the but we had no Lane Johnson and Dickerson was out. Both those guys end up getting hurt. Yep. And we did it with backups and, and controlled just that line. Run that ball. Keep, let's keep the, it simple. Did you see the play where Kelsey comes across and knocks that fucking Lawrence pancaked mm-hmm. his ass? I was like, <laughs> first of all, I, I love. Kelsey, yeah, yeah. Yep. you know, last night yep. you see him on the field, fucking slams a beer. Did you see it up before no, the game? No. Him and the fanatic are out there. No, and they, and they had another guy dressed in that green costume from the parade, and they're out there and they hand him a beer, and he freaking takes a knee, just slams a beer. <laughs> I didn't Kelsey. see that. No, I didn't oh, see that. Oh, he's dude. a man, you know, uh, and that's why he's gonna be. But he's I'm he's gonna be you, a Philadelphia favorite. He's he'll never buy a beer. I in hope exactly, <laughs> but I hope this is his last year because he looks old to me. He's still blocking well. I know, he's still, Jimmy. He can still get downfield, get them I linebackers. Know, I know, but he's and, still- I, and and the thing is, I think the the only reason I would say I agree with you is the kid who's behind him is ready to go. Yes, Man, he is. That kid's so, ready to go. And the thing is, I think he looks up to him because he's mentoring. And if I'm the Eagles, I make him part of the team. Yes, make him either part of the coaching staff or public right, or he, something. He will absolutely be part of it. Um, oh, he's the man. I just he, think he will always be beloved. And but I so they had 
he was mic'd up during the game, so they had this no, video of him being mic'd up. He's got like a little hobble in him, you know. He's trying to get around, and I'm like, he he's nonstop. He's such a freaking leader, yeah, and it's he tremendous. And, and the thing is, uh, the thing, another thing I but like about I, I, him, he has a great relationship with Hertz. They always oh, start talking yeah. to each other. Hell yeah! And and Hertz is smart enough to go right to him, like, right, what are you thinking? What are yep. you thinking? And then they're always talking to each other. Yeah, so which that is great. That is like you know next level, right? That's not every team. Like the center in Tampa, him and Brady get along really well. Always has Tom Brady back. And, and back in the day, uh, Jeff Saturday and uh, uh, Manning. Peyton Manning, yes. You know, and and that's key because he's the quarterback of the line. Yes. And you don't do shit without your line, especially no. your line. And so and he's always t- and and I give credit hurts. I I said when they drafted him. I didn't like the fact they took a quarterback, but I liked him. Yes, and you I, and I liked that. that kid. But he got better this year, and he got better than this year. And he's smart. He's a he's a good leader, and you know now they're going to have to pay him. And good, he's I like that kid. I so I still have a problem that he runs into defenders, and by by what I mean by that is <laughs> he goes one two, and he always goes out to his left, or yeah. and he puts Melada and Johnson in bad spots. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes he breaks the tackle, but it's like one, two, make a decision. Somebody's open, yeah. stay in that fucking pocket. The pocket's not collapsing that bad. And either run upfield, stop running sideways. And, and yeah. he, he does He's a, always to, going towards yes. his right because he can then throw it or take off. And and I, I, I think he's a smart enough kid, and you saw what happened in this past offseason, that he'll work on that too. If somebody points it out and says this is what you're doing, right. work on it. I think he's a smart enough kid. Well, he will work on it. So another thing I've noticed is this: the play calling by this Steichen or whatever the hell his yeah. name is is fucking awesome. Yeah. It reminds me of when the Rams came in here and took it to the Eagles' ass like a few years ago when the Eagles were down um, after I think it was like after the Super Bowl, whatever, and the Rams just ran rush it. But they had like real imaginative play calling where yeah. like that's what I was so fucking blown yeah. away how their game plan was to go right at Mika Parsons and, and yeah, make, make this play. guy make a decision yeah. and they had an alternative every time. Yeah. And it just was just awesome yeah. to watch. That first and that's what the announcer like, oh my God, they're making him make a decision. Either come after the quarterback or go, and and whichever way he was gonna do it, they were gonna do the opposite. And they were just dumping into the you know the uh, tight end, and no. you saw it getting frustrating him. You see him like getting mad and everything. And, and I, I cheer for him because he's a Penn Stater. I didn't cheer for him that night, but he's a good ball player. Boy. Good dude, and you know I been following. There was this high school incident somewhere in the country where they took an autistic kid, and they were like fucking these bullies, like shaved the oh, kid's head. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That and ain't so cool. Parsons is like, I want to know his name. You know, the kid. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's determined right now. It's like to find out what's going on with this kid. He wants to help the kid out. He wants to go to the school. And find the bullies. Oh, shit. (laughs) What happened in Texas? I don't know. Oh, Um, shit. (laughs) I don't think I want that dude after me because he's going to chase you down. He's going to catch you. You know, he brings attention to it. So it's tough. He he plays for the Cowboys, but my God, is he a likable dude and, yeah. and a great football player, man. He's a good ball player. I like the fact that he went to 
some hockey. I think it was somewhere in Hershey because he's uh, by Harrisburg, and they wanted him to drop the puck, and he never—he don't know shit. So he just goes, drops the puck, and he walks off. Then I call him. Then I call him. You gotta wait to the ceremony. Uh, and he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. He just drops it, and he walks uh, off. And they're like, no, 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 come on back. You gotta, we gotta do this. He goes, he goes I don't know. He has nothing. He had no idea about hockey. Probably the Hershey Bears out there. It might have been the Hershey Bears. So the Eagles need to stop the run because I felt like. Um, in that second half, the Cowboys got back in that game. Yeah, um, they shouldn't have, but I mean, they can't stop the run. I've said this all year long, by the way. <coughs> yeah. uh, I don't think the Eagles can stop the run. And again, Davis is only playing like twenty snaps. They, they need to against teams. Fletcher who we know, Cox fucking blows. He's always Jimmy. Blown. If this you has watch him, be his last year. If and it is it's last year's contract. Thank God. Well, last year. Well, That's right. You're right. They yeah, signed they, him. They signed for and yeah. fourteen mil. They could have got him for like seven. And he's worth two. He's so, worth two. But he is getting his ass blocked. Remember last year when I pointed out the yep. the rookie from the Raiders, mm-hmm. who the Raiders end up cutting or getting rid of? Oh, Leatherwood or something yes. like that. He's owning them. He fucking destroyed Fletcher Cox last year, yep. and then he wasn't even good enough to make the Raiders team this year. Nope. And I think nope. he's a great player, by the way. I don't know what the hell happened out there, and the Raiders and the Raiders are struggling this year. Yeah. Um, but. Fletcher Cox is getting blown off the line, man. Yep. So, and when he makes a tackle, it's seven yards downfield. Make, make, you know, switch him. You know, put that guy as a sort of have Cox. You know, because when that kid's in, he's he's stuffing it all up. Well, I almost feel like if they had a better rusher on the edge, you got you got sweat, but you got you, sweat, you got Reddick. But I, I feel like you move Davis and Graham inside. Graham mm. is a bulldog, man. You can't block that fucking guy. He's always pushing people backwards. Yeah, Brandon and, Graham. And, and I think Cox he, stands up and gets pushed back. Yeah, I think Graham would accept the move to the tackle. Just hey, man, we need you inside every so often. I think he would do it. I think he would too. And he is. He's more stocky too. Plus, he's versatile. He can, you know, if you you run those stunts and shit. Yeah. He's fast enough to get around and do those things. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Cox is, he literally, I don't know if he's winded or what, but that fucking guy just stands straight up all the time. It drives I, me Half the too. times, I don't even think he gives a shit. I don't think he does either. Yeah. They're winning, and he talks a good game. Yeah. But, you know, but you're he, right. He stands straight up. It's like, that's the last a, thing it's you a ever do. And so, you know, Kaiser White, who I love, but he's a small linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> so Edwards is kind of on his own. Yeah. 17 hasn't sniffed the field yet this year. He plays oh, on Dean. special teams. Dean, I, I don't know. I, I, is I he think, too small? I mean, I don't I, know. I, yeah, I think he's a tweener between safety. And, I think they're going to have to play situationally with him to see maybe put him on passing downs, either rush rush a passer or get out in space and cover people. He's going to be a situational dude until either they put, make a decision, put him at strong safety, or bulk him up. Yeah. So, all right, we're an hour and ten, so we got I got a couple more things I wanted to okay. talk about here, all but. Right. Um, Hey, got to give a quick shout-out. Our local soccer team, the Philadelphia Union, yeah, is in the Eastern Conference Final. Everybody in Philly's doing well. I watched the game the other night. All right. It was really good. Um, so they won one nothing. Nice. And um, they beat Cincinnati the other night. So now they're, they, I, I, there's a game tonight to find out who they play in the Eastern Conference Finals. Pretty fucking awesome. They haven't nice. lost at home all year. Yeah, my, my one niece lives down by there, and she goes to a, quite a few of the games. She's always invited me, and she goes, man, it's fun. Oh, Jimmy, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, We used to I, take I, Luke when he was little. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's so yeah, much fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a so. small little stadium. Yeah, the but it's cool. and all yeah, that. They're yeah. the ones that started that 
uh, no one likes us. It literally oh, started right. with, yeah, it wasn't Kelsey. It started with the Philadelphia Union. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Kelsey. Kelsey had learned that. I didn't know it was started with the Union. Yeah, yeah my, my one niece and her boyfriend, her fiance, uh, go down there. And they're always like, come on down, we'll, we'll go to the Union. Not a bad right. seat in that stadium, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a cool Oh, place. it's fucking awesome. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. So good on them. Um, so there's my Philadelphia Union yeah, shout good. out. Yeah, cool. Uh, Flyers are off to a great start. Won their first three games. Oh, well, you know what? I, I think Tortorella. That, I think Tortorella, <laughs> you know, and he, and, he, and he keeps being humble. He goes, listen, I don't know what I got here yet. I still, you know, he's, he's not saying, oh, we're three, you know, he's not, you know, doing any of that. He goes, I still don't know what I got here. We could implode at any moment. I don't know. And I like that. Hey, you're right. I think he's got a young team, and I think he's going to say, hey, this is how we play. And if you don't play this way, you're not going to play much. Right. He's just... Um, he's intense. And I think he's going to fit in in Philly very well. Yeah. And so Andrew G. and I were talking about it last night. And he said, wherever he goes, he comes on. Everybody likes him, loves him. He's tough. But then he wears out his welcome real fast. And I'm like, well, that's fine by me. Put, put the Flyers back on the map. Put them on the map. So... You know, they played the first game, they played the Devils, and um, they beat them. The Devils aren't very good. Then they played Vancouver, who's not bad. They but beat they them. they did play uh, Tampa the Bay. And that was a game. They got down 2 nothing early, came back, that. fought their way back, and beat them in Tampa Bay. Huge win. And that's a good. That's the team who what, lost it in the uh, finals last year? Right. And won two before that. Correct. So that's a big so win. That's a big win. That's to me, was a benchmark game. Then they got to go across the state. The next night they play in Miami after a hard-fought game. They get down early on Miami. They Or Florida, Florida, whatever the fuck. Panthers. The, the Panthers, yeah. So they fight their way back, tie that game up, end up losing that game in the third period, 4-3. to three. But I'm like, man, this is a team. Right. You know, you, you always say it. When the Flyers are good, they're, they're, it is. It, it's electric. There's, you know, you fill it. Say whatever you want about the Phillies and this and that, and it's great that the Phillies are winning. But there's two teams: when the Eagles are doing good, and when the Flyers are doing good, the city is electric. Right. And when the Flyers used to be making those deep playoff runs, man, I mean, everybody was just. You know, the bars would be packed all the time. And they are packed with the fills. And it's great, you know, like all all, all day yesterday, everybody kept saying yesterday was go fills, go fills. You know, usually it's go birds, go fills, go fills, go fills. And that's cool. But when the Flyers are going and the Eagles are going, it's like, it's magic. Yeah, it definitely is. So, Um, and then the Sixers. Mm. And they're 0-2. And I can tell you this much. Same old Sixers. Same old. Well, I mean, they, they lost two tough ones. They lost a Boston and they lost granted. in a box. They're two tough teams. I got you. Got that. But then Knucklehead and uh, B doesn't want to talk to the media. What the fuck's you up know, with this You're supposed dude? to be the leader. You're a fucking weirdo. He ended the season last year after they got bumped by whomever, blaming people again. It's this guy's fault. It's this guy's fault. Meanwhile, Harden did score 35 in one of the games. 35 and 31. 35 and 31. So, so Harden looks great. Yeah, so Harden, you, you lost two tough games. Yeah, but Embiid looks like shit. He's probably Embiid can't hit that freaking, you know, eight-foot jumper right now. He's yeah. like, everything's short. Uh, <coughs> he does not look like the shape he was in last year. No. Last year, he was in unbelievable shape. And I love Joel Embiid. I love him. Yeah. It's like he... It's like him and Kelsey, right? These guys are and Bryce Harper. These guys embrace this city. Yeah. Uh, well, something I heard he had something. He's got some foot injury. Yeah, the Liz or Frank injury. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's like it's something that a lot of painful. So it's hard to even get in shape and move around. Right. So maybe he's got to work himself into shape. But let's 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 see what they got. Again, they start off with two of the tougher teams in the uh, the East. And they they had a chance against Milwaukee. Should have won the game, actually against yeah. Milwaukee. But it, it's just one of those games. So um, give it time for like the PJ Tuckers and and all yep. these guys to to get in. I like PJ Tucker a lot. He's a grinder. Well, I think they. Added but their a bench few guys. is weak. Yeah, they, they added a few guys that gave him some toughness. And that's what they kind of needed. Right. I mean, the one um, dude's not playing at all. Who's that? Um, the guy that got the yips last year. Um, the yips. The defense. Benson? No, no, no. The defensive guy uh, out of Washington, right? Uh, what the fuck's his name? Not Al Horford. He's on the Celtics. No, no, no. No, he's, the, he's like a guard forward guy. Mm. Um, shit. Who's the guy who's supposed uh, to be the big him. score? Uh, uh, Thibel. Oh, God, Thibel. He's supposed to be good, right? He, oh, who's well, the dude Harris? Isn't he supposed to be a big score? Harris is playing all right this year. Okay. No, he's playing good. Okay. Uh, the coach sucks still. Well, he's an asshole. I think mean, it's kind of cool, right? If the Sixers stay on this path, I saw somebody put this on the internet this morning, and I thought it was kind of cool. Um, the one assistant, the guy who played in the pro. Sam Cassell? They said he's the Rob Thompson for the Sixers. Well, this that year. Yeah, I've heard that all this year, and I heard that last year too. And I remember Sam Cassell as a player. I remember him in college at Florida State. Good ball player. Yep. He's the type of guy Philly would like because he was a tough guy. Yes. He did the nitty gritty shit. Yeah. When he, I mean, in college he was good. He was one of the stars. But when he got to the pros with Houston, he was he would do the you know the nitty gritty shit. He would do the D up against the toughest guy. He'd be diving for loose balls. And I could, you know, I can see him being a great assistant and people relating to him. Yeah. And good. Fuck Doc. He seems like a douche. He is a douche. He was a man. dick in Boston. Fuck him. He's just unlikable, man. Yeah. I mean, he's you know he's always putting down. He goes, "I'll say it slow so you guys get it." What, what are you a dick? Yeah, he's a dick. Just fucking answer the question. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, you know, you're right. It's two games, eighty-two game season. Let it go. You know. Right, and it's not like they play two shitty teams. They play two really good teams. Yeah. All right. Um, all right, we're back. All right. Um, yeah, one of my lavatory breaks there. <laughs> Remember that in high school? That was only our school back in the day. They called it the lavatory. The lavatory. And then we used to rate the best ones to go to. <laughs> and we'd go to them. Remember, they didn't have doors? Like for, yo, oh, so, yo so, dude, yeah, the oh, shitters. God. So we, we no would doors rank, the shitter. like, which one was the, the worst one was in the S-Wing because there was a urinal and just a toilet right in it. That was the worst one. <laughs> and, then, and then there was one on the second floor down by the language one. We walked in at one time, and there's a dude shitting. It was Wade Fitzgerald, Jamie's brother, and he was sitting there. And we all walk in, like, talking. And then we walk, hey, shit, sorry there, Wade. And he's like, what's up, man? And he was just so cool about it. Like, he's sitting here taking a dump, like, oh, shit, sorry. We didn't mean to walk in on it. But like some of the best ones were like they was like a little hallway, so it kind of hid you. Yeah. And that was like down by the one cafeteria around the corner. Yeah. So we would rank them like the language. Like, the language wing was always a good. place. Yeah, I mean that was a good place to go hanging because the teachers down there didn't give a fuck. No. They're like, ah, oh, who cares if you're fucking off? But. Uh, Mr. Pizzullo, he loved you. Mr. Man. Pizzullo, he was awesome. Every time I'd walk out there, he goes, "Jim, get in here." I'm like. <laughs> Say hi to everybody in, in in Italian. I'm like, well, I don't know any Italian. Say this, okay. And then if I was down there with uh, what's your name, he'd be like, he loved her too. Oh, uh, C -C. double C. He loved her. Like, oh, you too. Hey, come on in here. Okay, what's up? 
All right, so, uh, yeah, I just got a text from my son, like I was saying, on Liz Truss, oh, no longer God. the British Prime Minister. British Prime Minister. He's a dude, I'm telling you. Guy. She, I mean, she she didn't have the greatest she, face, but a great a rack. Nice rack. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I, she got my vote. She got my vote. She got my vote. Hey, last I, I, night. I gave her two votes for breasts. So bon and boom. Last night, we were at uh, <coughs> Kirshner's, right, for uh, this guy Jeff's birthday, and... Uh, <clears throat> So we're standing where the TV is, so we're all watching that because we had the back room, you know, the, yeah, yeah. the barrel room. Or oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's where the party was. Nice. So they had the TV right outside the barrel room, so oh, we're all standing there. Yeah. And you just, all of a sudden, I'd never seen this at Kirshner's before. It just got packed with, like, young kids. Yeah. And by when I say young kids, like, you know, probably four years out of college, like, anywhere mm -hmm. from, like, 25 20, to 30. 20, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm like, it was a fucking contest last night. Of what? Blondes. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm standing there talking to Andrew G and and uh, Andrew T and Steve, this guy Steve, who I'm going to the game with also tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, look at that. One, two, three. And I'm, I count them. Like, from this side of the bar to mid-side, there's fucking nine gorgeous blondes. Look mm. at them. So Sue comes by, and I'm like, look at this bar, Sue. <laughs> My wife's awesome. <laughs> She's like, Wow. She goes, there are a lot of cute blondes here. That's just, She's just so awesome. She gets it, you know? She knows I was like... Sorry, I was looking at the other... Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm, I don't know, yeah. Wow, no. jeez. What the hell was on last night? I didn't do anything. Eh, I gotta go to Kirshner. Go there you go, there's, there's Liz Truss. I mean... Holy titties. Nice. I told you she got a good rack, right? Got a beat face, but nice. Yeah, days. definitely a beat face. But anyway, this is what it is. She she did well for herself. And on, uh, yeah, she's she stayed at Ten Hanover Street only forty five days. So Phil's tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, going to the game tomorrow, which will be blast two thirty game. Hopefully that's a wrap up and uh, let's uh, hoist the uh, NLCS trophy. I don't know. You know. I have no idea what to make. These <laughs> teams so. are very very close. They're to very each other. close and, and home field every, advantage. It, like like they were saying last night, it's a roller coaster ride. Every inning is an adventure. Yep. You know, especially with the Phillies with their fucking terrible fielding. But, I mean, both teams know, got. A, I think they've got a, a better lineup to explode than we do. But the thing is, I'll say this: our lineup hasn't exploded yet. And the one guy, I, and I keep bringing up his name, and maybe it's just because I think he's a good ball player, is Castiano. He, he sucks. Hasn't. Dude. Had, he got a double and, last night, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but I keep saying I could strike him out. But the thing is, he's a good hitter. The thing is, every outside pitch he's got to try to hit. You know, a good hitter should hit it to right. He's standing field. so far away from the plate, and he's trying to drag everything. Like the, even the double last night, he drugged the one from the outside yes. over there, and they're all playing him. I don't know why they should be playing on the pole because that's how he's swinging. Right. But I mean, God damn it, I think he's going to get hot. I hope so, Jimmy, He's but I don't think so. so. I think everybody's got him. They throw that curveball middle yeah, of the plate what I said, that goes saying, that, outside what corner. That, and, and, and they, they were saying to it like, hey, this guy takes too many first pitches, and this guy doesn't. He swings. Swings at everything. Him and yeah. Bryce swing at the first pitch every yeah. time. Well, Bryce is, Bryce is, start, hot. Bryce is seeing hot. the ball so well yeah, yeah. right he's, now. He's getting that bat on the ball. But I, I keep saying Cassiano's going to get And if everything clicks for these guys, they can explode for runs. And I just yeah, haven't I seen it. I just don't see it. I, I, I keep hoping it. I hope it's going to happen the next. I mean, time. like Segura, I would rather see him bat in second. Me too, because he's a, he's got a, he's got. He a puts good, the bat on the ball. He puts the bat on the ball, 
And, you know, if you're going to have somebody lead off, I'd have him lead off and maybe have Bryce second because he's got good bat control. And then have, uh, what's his name, who's batting first? Uh, uh, Schwarber. It? Schwarber. Have him bat third because he's, he's, he's killing the ball. But he swings for homers but all the time. But then again, last night, he hits that homer first Well, that bat. gets him going. But, I mean, if you have him third, he's going to see you in that bat in the yeah. first inning, too. I don't know. I And as uh, Dave Morty said, and Rob, we trust, and I agree. Yeah. I mean, I could, there's so many things I could question yeah, right now. Yeah, but, yeah, you're right. And he's, he's on the money, you know. He's seeing, as we said earlier in this broadcast, was he's, he's making, he's planning. He's like, he's he got is. a plan. He's got a plan. He's seeing a couple of steps ahead of us. So here's the thing. Um, the Phillies are up two games to <coughs> one. By the time we do this podcast next week, this series will be over. Yeah. And more than likely, you know, the series we'll is going to go at, at least six. Uh, right? By the time we do next week's podcast, hopefully the uh, Phillies are into the World Series. I, the World Series is going to be starting. I don't know. I hope so. I love it. I just don't oh, know. The, I the think World Series will be starting by that point. I just keep. I just want them to keep playing loose because they're playing with the house's money. Nobody expected yeah, no this. It's expected been a lot that. of fun. It's been a fun I, ride. I think that I think they got it. I I, I keep thinking their their offense the is gonna explode. And I'm not gonna hot. be if we're doing this podcast next week and the Phillies were eliminated in six or seven games. I'm not gonna be disappointed. Yeah, me either. But I mean, I, I'd like to see them right now. I think next week at this point we're talking Phil's Astros. Well, Astros. Oh, well, so Astros, Yankees, right? So yeah. Uh, and I know Jay's a big game, Yankee yeah, fan. He is, and he um, throws that but, twenty-seven but, out there but, all the time. But uh, the Astros <laughs> are a better team right now. The Astros are the best team in the baseball right they now. They are, but the one they were better way, than the Dodgers. By when the way, when they get uh, when they get to the World Series, just remember this: Dusty Baker's your manager, and he's never won a World Series, and there's a reason for that. So yeah, right. Yeah. Ah, come on. Dude, there. Oh, so when it comes to crunch time, you think? So we'll yeah. see, because the game starts at five o'clock today, right? I think they're gonna finish off the Yankees because they're just flat out better than them. They first of all, they got the experienced order ball players have been there five, six years, and they've been five, six years in deep in the world right. into the playoffs, all of them. So they know how to do this. They got a rookie at shortstop. Yeah, but they Kids got other guys. Mind, by the way. And then they also have good pitching from the Their starters pitching is ridiculous. to middle to end relief. They all get it. Really good pitch. You know, they, they get it. They they got this thing. I, I just think they're the best team in the American League. So the the closer for the Padres. Oh, uh, what's his name? Hater? Hater. Hater, who used to be on the Brewers. Yep. And then he struggled when he, he got over there with the Padres, and now but he's now got he's back. But now he's got his shit together. He does. So you got to get, as, as uh, Thompson played, we got to make them play from behind. Right. But I still think he's... I think he's gettable. I don't, you know, he's like Alvarado, if you ask me, right? Or yeah, uh, he's not a he's not a definite thing. He's Alfaro, not Mario. He's not Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Not many people are. No, he's he's definitely gettable, and he's cocky. And I'm like, dude, you ain't yeah. that good. Yeah, you know, I mean, you look like Randy Johnson, but you're not Randy Johnson. Um, Is he that tall? Yeah, he's tall. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he kind of whips it like Johnson. Well, Johnson had that. Johnson didn't have a long stretch with the leg. He he kind of short legged it and threw. It was all whip and arm, and yeah, it was he, amazing he was how good he was. And he was good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Astros Yankees. So you think the Astros? Yeah. I think the Astros take him. I think the Astros take him in no more than five. Five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think they take it to him. I don't think anything about going to Yankee Stadium. If you're the better team, no matter where you're playing. Yankee Stadium's tough to play, man. 
I think they got this. Yeah, they so got the if the Phillies have to go back, so you know, believe it or not, last night's game was so huge, and I'm so glad Thompson let it all out because you win the game, right? Mm-hmm. You win. Well, the I game. mean, I saw a stat where if it's tied one-one, the team that wins Game Three ends up winning 69 percent yeah, of seventy uh, percent. I saw. Yeah. So 69. you're right. You know, hey, go for the win. Hey, we're here, as Herman would say, we're here to win the game. Right. You so play to win, win the game. The game. <laughs> And and we'll deal with tomorrow when tomorrow comes, and then whatever happens yep. happens. We'll go put for it, it together, and then you got Wheeler Sunday. Yeah, uh, they hit some moonshots off Wheeler. I mean, I know he shot him out, and uh, so <coughs> I do have some concern over that because Citizens Bank yeah. Park. I think some of those balls were doing home runs in. Yeah, uh, well, you know we'll Monday. We'll so we'll see. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll be at that game tomorrow. Um, and then if needed, right, if the, the Padres win one of these two, tonight or tomorrow or mm-hmm. both, whatever, it still goes back to San Diego. You got Nola pitching then game six. <coughs> and then, again, sun, you know, if it goes to seven, which Philadelphia Phillies have never played in a seven-game series, uh, a seventh game in the never? history of the Philadelphia organization. They've never played a, a game seven? No, well, first of all, they, they've sucked forever. Um, but yeah, they've never played in the game seven because oh. you think of that Houston series where four of them in innings. That was only a five game series. Yeah, they they used to play the uh, NLCS and they, they were five games, right. and then they changed it to seven in '85. So I think Kansas City was six, uh, Tampa yeah, was six five, games. right? Yeah. Um, wow. How about Atlanta that year '92? That was six. Yep. Against Toronto was six. They were hoping to push yeah, it to seven. Yeah, it would seven. have been seven. They were hoping yeah. to push it to seven. <clears throat> wow, that's something. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't Phil- know that. Philadelphia Phillies have never played a game seven, so that'll be wow. interesting to see what happens. Okay. Okay. Um, let's hope they still don't. I hope they don't. <laughs> I, I hope they I hope they finish it one year down there Sunday. I really uh, that'd do. That would be awesome. That would be I'd, great for you. It would be highly unlikely. It's yeah, yeah. a lot going on. These two teams are too close. Um, I do think home cooking helps. Yep. You know? yep. And I and I really think the the Philly crowd more than any crowd in baseball, as much as the Yankees, have more of a uh, uh, influence than anyone else. I really unless you jump on them early. Which unless could happen you tonight. well that, that that that's for any crowd. Yep. If you take the crowd out of it, but if you allow the crowd into it, yep. I think the Philly crowd helps more than any, and I think the Phillies really play off of that very well. Yeah. So. Um, let's go, let's do Mount Rushmore and wrap this up. Okay. So our Mount Rushmore of, since we talked about Marcus Dupree. Yep. The greatest that ever was. Some of the greatest guys who were great in college, but never did a shit thing in, in, In uh, the pros. pros. So let's go back and forth. And I'll start with a guy who won the Heisman, uh, I think 2012, 2000, Johnny Manziel. Wow. Didn't do a goddamn thing in the pros and he sucked. And, and he was a spoiled little rich boy and he sucked in the pros. All right, um, I'm going to go with, he. I guess he kind of sucked in the pros, but um, my favorite of all times, um, Tim Tebow. <laughs> um, oh, God, yeah, he sucked in the pros. He, you know, I that, even that year with Chip Kelly, I was hoping they kept him. He's still one of my favorite people. Did he try out for the Phillies? The, the Eagles, yeah, he was number 11 for the Eagles. Oh, God. And everybody thought there was three quarterbacks, and they cut the one quarterback, and you're like, oh, my God, Tebow made the team. And the next thing you know, he's at the airport, exactly. and he didn't make the team. But, you know, he wasn't he with the Patriots for a little bit even. He tried a couple. And, and I remember talking with your dad about this, saying, you know, I would keep him at, at, at some position, but he, he was such a hardhead about, i got to be a college, uh, a pro uh, 
quarterback, and then he finally tried it, you know, 10 years later. Dude, play something else. I would like the guy just for his his positive, positive you know, attitude. You know, make him a fullback because he was such a, you know, he, he was a, a strong guy, and he had the frame to put on another 20 pounds. You could have been a fullback. You could have been an H-back, a tight end, something. And then every time he came on the field, if he imagine him coming on the field, everybody would be freaking out. Oh, he's going to be throwing it. Here comes a trick play. You know, and you could have done a whole bunch of stuff with him on the field. And, and he, he's a great athlete. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't try that until it was too late. Yeah, I just love Tebow. I, he was a great college and player. I, I know, you know and who I like him now because he's a great announcer now for like oh, the SEC. He's, he's, now. Such, he's, he's terrific. He's a great human being. He, he is. He's just a, a, an upbeat and he sees a positive and everything. And he's a good kid. Do you know who else is a huge Tebow fan? Who's that? Uh, Andrew T. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Love I, You know, I, he's good. I, I like him on the uh, the uh, SEC network. So, yeah. yeah. All right, you're up. Oh, okay. Uh, another great one who who was great in college and doing doing. How about my man Kajana Carter? Oh. Uh, a lot of uh, injuries, but in college, oh my God, he was unstoppable. He was. I mean, he break the line of scrimmage. He was going. I was in that Rose Bowl where they played Oregon. First play from scrimmage, and he, ran, and he ran into the end zone where we were sitting. I think it was 86 yards, and they didn't even—they didn't even touch him. If it was flag football, they didn't have him. Yeah. It was like poof. that was and the greatest like, college boom. football team ever. I thought so. I mean, one of the they, greatest college football teams. I mean, the Miami team that lost, you know, to the or the Nebraska team that lost to Miami yep. was a great college football team. That '94 Penn State oh, team. Oh my god! Was, and the, and the I mean, only how many went pro? Like, oh my god! And, and the only reason they didn't win at all is because they were. They went from number one to two because they didn't run up the score on Indiana, and they dro- and they dropped. And that was just paternal because he didn't run it up on people. But no, and if they had played anybody, their their average scoring drive was like a minute and fifteen. They would go down on anybody. It was unbelievable. They had so many dudes who went pro. All right, so my next one is we talked about him earlier on the podcast, but I gotta say him again. Uh, Brian Bosworth. Oh, Bos, the Bos. When yes. Bo Jackson runs over, oh, he ran down, ran him over. Oh my and, god! And he had talked so much shit that whole about you know, and he yes. was a great marketer. He was yeah. a smart dude, but Bo just ran him over. He played for Seattle in that Monday night Seattle. football game, and and him chasing Bo on the one, and then Bo running he over ran him, him over later over, in the game. And then Bo ran for like eighty yards, ran up the tunnel like Bo. Come on, <laughs> and Bo was just uh, showed yeah. out. I freaking love Bo Jackson. Oh my! Wish god. he had never gotten hurt. It just amazed. Amazing athlete. Yeah. You, know, you think was... back to those bonos. I mean, remember we were talking about it last night, the rifle he would have in the outfield, the oh cannon. He I saw something. Threw a guy where... out at first base one time, remember? <laughs> Catches no. the ball in left field. But I remember one time it was uh the guy it, the guy on Major League uh, Harold Baines, who was a fast guy who led the league in steals one time. He came around from second and he tells the story like, Man, I no one throws me out. I got it, and all of a sudden the catcher has a tag man. He goes, He goes, Who the hell threw me out there? Like, and, and it was Bob Boone. Babu tagged him and he goes, ah, Bo got you. <laughs> and he's like, what? And then you see the replay. Bo gets a one hop. And go, no no bounce. Bang. Yeah. Strike. Out. So, yeah, Bo was something. Um, I will go with uh, this. Oh, God. This, there's a lot of guys who won the Heisman who did zero. Who's the, uh, the Florida State quarterback, Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward didn't yeah. even go to the draft. I won't even count. He went him. basketball. I will go way back in the way back machine to Archie Griffin, two time Heisman oh, Trophy winner who did nothing. He got drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals, did zippity zero. 
nothing. And I, I think he spent all his energy because by the time he got to the pros, he had nothing. He had nothing at all. So let's pick on Ohio State then. Arch Leister. <laughs> Who just got in trouble again. No, did he? Just again. He got busted for coke. Oh, dude. He's been in and out of jail his whole life. I saw that and I saw Ohio State great got busted. I'm thinking it's got to be somebody else. Click a Arch Leister. I'm like, wow. My God. You were thinking again. it was who's the running back played against Miami? Uh, oh, uh, Claret. No. Yeah, no. I'm, no I'm, well, he only played freshman year, I but Arch Leister. I didn't know who it was going to be, but it's like, I remember Penn State Schleister. just, I think they intercepted him his oh, freshman they, they, year yeah, four they, times. They, they fucked him up. Yeah, back in, back in the 70s and early 80s, they played Ohio State a couple of times. Joe was kicking her ass because, you know, Ohio State was big and bulky and Penn State was fast, faster than them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, oh, my God. Uh, how about another guy? We'll go another Heisman Trophy winner. And he beat out uh, uh, my man Kajana. I'll go with Rashawn Salam. Oh, man. He, was, he ran for 2,000 yards. Colorado, right? Colorado didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> Bless Who did he play for? The, oh, the Bears. He played he for the Bears. Fair, the Bears drafted a few guys. I'm going to mention another guy. Uh, they drafted a few guys who did zero in the press. Okay. How about, um, I think this guy played for the Rams. He, I, he just never really made it. I think he went to jail too. Lawrence Phillips. Lawrence Phillips did go to jail. Yeah. He may still be in jail or maybe died. It was a... He was he, he tremendous at Nebraska. Yeah, he, he was. He was unbelievable. And then, he, of course, he went to the uh, Rams, and uh, Dick Vermeil was cry- crying, oh, I love this guy. <laughs> and he kept fucking up and fucking up. And Dick is, you know, as much as I love Dick, uh, as you said. And I do like Dick Vermeil. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Dick kept giving him fucking uh, uh, breaks, and this guy kept fucking up. Fucking yeah, fuck. and he's—I think he's so dead. much talent. He's either man. in jail or dead. He might be dead. I think he I think died. He is dead. I think he died. And 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 the guy was when he was at Nebraska. I remember when Nebraska played Miami in a championship. He destroyed them. He every time he 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 must have had like two hundred yards that day. But uh, the, the guy, the next guy I go with, also ended up on the Bears, and he was a Penn Stater, Curtis Enos. He was uh, awesome in college. Didn't and he get hurt though? He, a couple of them got hurt. Well, he played Kajana got hurt, too. Yeah, Kajana did get hurt. Kajana got hurt right away with the Bengals. Kajana Bengals, yeah, in uh, preseason. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so uh, you know, uh, Curtis did nothing. Enos Envy. Enos Envy, which was awesome. That was a great time. <laughs> they always had great times, yeah. Enos Envy. And he was awesome. I mean, he would, like, knock the hell out of defense alignment and shake him off and run. Um, I don't know if this guy ever won a uh, Heisman or anything, but butt fumble. Sanchez. Oh, uh, Mark yeah, Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Yeah, he didn't. No, he didn't win a Heisman. He didn't win the Heisman. So no, not a good one. But no. I mean, he, you know, USC and yeah, he was a big, big time, whatever. I mean, USC also. Oh, who was the other guy? UCLA. That I think he might even still be on somebody's roster. Oh God. Uh, Rosen or something like that. Remember UCLA? He, he got he p- a quarterback. Yeah. Rosen. Yeah, I do remember. No, that was a long time ago. He's no, 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 no. Really? Yeah. Oh, very recent. Yeah. Wasn't it Rosen or something? He was like a very healthy guy. He, he was like, he played for UCLA. He was a quarterback yeah. UCLA. Yeah. I think he was with Arizona. And it was like he was getting, he got picked really high. Yeah. Higher than Tebow. No, he, this guy got picked, he picked, uh, picked at like 17. Uh, black guy, right? Black quarterback? No, no white no? guy. No? Who am I thinking about? There was a, a black quarterback out of UCLA that I was thinking, hoping the Eagles were going to pick him. And he did zero. And um, that was like 2011, 2012. Shit, I gotta look this guy up. Oh, I can't think of his name, but I do remember the name Rosen. Yeah, I'm gonna when I first say his first name, 
Um, <coughs> Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, yeah. You don't remember this dude? Yeah, no, I kind of remember him. I so he was UCLA. Him. He was really good. I don't even know where he is look up now. UCLA, look up UCLA quarterbacks in the 2000s, and you'll, you'll find a guy. <coughs> who, was the, who was the other quarterback? The one that was... Um, McGowan. No, the one that was picked by uh, the Raiders. For, from UCLA? From LSU. Oh, God, uh, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. And, and his whole claim to fame was in, in his tryouts, he was on his knee and he threw it 80 yards. But he ended up being a big fatty. Well, yeah, he got. He, and and his claim to fame was he had one good game in the Sugar Bowl against Notre Dame and destroyed them. But I, I don't like that. <clears throat> Fuck, it doesn't say here. Yeah, uh, yeah, two, yeah. Uh, I did in two thousand instead of two thousands. All right, who else you got? Uh, how about the guy who was a quarterback for? I'll go with two of them. I'll combine them because they're both from their rivals. One from Oklahoma, one from Nebraska. How about Frost from uh, oh, Nebraska? Scott Frost. He was Scott yeah. Frost. And how about that guy who, uh, what was his name, who won the Heisman from Oklahoma in 2003? White. Oh, Jason yeah. White. He was did zero. Zero. Jason White. I remember when he won the Heisman. Uh, shit. Top 10. Top 10 UCLA quarterbacks all the time. I don't know. He wouldn't make that, right? No, how about the quarterbacks of uh, UCLA in the uh I did 2000s, that. That's what you know? I did. And, uh, he was a black kid. And he was really good. And he came out highly regarded. Did nothing. Hey, Mark Harmon. <laughs> Mark Harmon. Well, he, he ended up making it in movies and stuff. Here you go. Starting quarterbacks. I mean, Troy Aikman, obviously. Uh, Mark Harmon. That's funny. Cade McCallum. Cade McCallum, who ended up, what, on the Eagles for a year, right? Yeah, he played for the... Uh, uh, Bears, remember? Okay. Lefty. Brett Hundley. That's who you're thinking Is of. Is that Brett Hundley? Yeah, he got he got drafted by the uh, Packers. Okay. Brett That's Hundley. exactly who you're so thinking was, of. Brett Hundley. He was right Absolutely. in college. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, I hope the Eagles get him as a backup or something. And That's exactly who it is, Brett Hundley. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. who you're he thinking got tra- of. He drafted like 16th, 17th in the first round. He was he was very good. Ooh. Uh, anyone else? Going through this list? I'm, I actually found a list of... Uh, uh, Guys, yeah, I mean, I I can come up with you know, I always come up with Penn State because I remember you know how about uh, Blair Thomas? Blair Thomas was great and he didn't yeah, do nothing with the Jets. One. Another guy who got hurt. Yeah, got another hurt. Penn Stater, Todd Blackledge. Well, Blackledge, yeah. I mean, I can't believe he got drafted before Moreno. He was drafted seventh overall in nineteen eighty-three. I remember that, I'm thinking you're not going to take. You know, I don't want a pit guy. But I mean, thinking Christ, he's not better than fucking yeah. Dan Moreno. He's not better than Jim Kelly. Right. I mean, he that just was a great was quarterback a draft. Yeah, that was a great. Wasn't quarterback. there a guy uh, also from the Jets that was really good that oh, year? Oh, Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien, yeah. And then the dude who went to uh, the dude who went to the Patriots sucked too, uh, and he went to the Super Bowl too. Uh, he was from Illinois, and I remember that guy from SMU, Ron Myers, didn't want to draft. Oh, we're him. missing a big one. Who's that? Tony Mandrich. Oh, Tony Mandrich. The first oh, overall yeah. pick. First <laughs> overall pick. As uh, Golick said, what's the toughest part about going against Tony Mandridge? Figuring out which way Reggie's going to throw him. <laughs> Is he going to throw him this way or that way? Oh, he sucked. That's a good oh, one. Oh, my God. How about all now, the I know he, he, you know, ended up coming back. He did. He did. But, Colts I mean, and... when he first got to the Packers, he was all jacked the oh, fuck up. Oh, man. That was a disaster. He fucking sucked from yeah. Michigan State. There's another guy from Michigan State, a guy named Gallery, who went to the Raiders. Same type of thing. Big giant guy went to the Raiders, played a couple years, and he sucked. Sucked. Um, who was the guy that got drafted ahead of McNabb? Because he Ricky sucked. Williams. No, 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 
No. Oh, Akili Smith from Oregon. Yeah, he sucked. He, he went to the Bengals. Sucked. He sucked. He sucked. Because remember, time. and and you know who else was in that draft? Um, the quarterback Culpepper was in that draft. Oh, uh, Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. Central, Central Florida. Central Florida. Was Florida. Yeah, he was. He ended up being good though. Um, you know they picked McNabb ahead of Williams, and then Ditka gave up his entire draft. For Ricky Williams to the Skins, yeah, Redskins. Yeah, yeah. He traded with the Redskins, and, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, well, crazy. he was okay, but uh, anyone else you can think of? Well, there's a, you know, just you, you can just concentrate on a Heisman Trophy winners. Andre Ware. Andre Ware did nothing. I mean, was he, he did okay. He, I mean, that Houston. How about team. Ty Detmer? I mean, he was a great backup dude. Uh, Coy Detmer too, Colorado. Well, played Coy for was another backup dude. Great yeah. backup guy. But Ty won the Heisman. I remember, like, I thought Ty Detmer. Here's another guy, guy, guy out of Miami, Gino Toretta. Oh, my he God. He did zero. Played for uh, Minnesota. The Vikings he drafted did him. nothing. Yeah. He did absolutely fucking nothing. Oh, another he, Houston quarterback, David Klingler. David Klingler, who's now a coach, who's not a bad coach. He was a coach, uh, what, uh, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. Um, Yeah. Uh, How about the dude who was a, a quarterback of Brennan, who was a quarterback from Miami? Uh, uh, no, uh, dude, uh, Hawaii. Yeah. Colt, Colt. How about Colt McCoy? Robert Gallery. Gallery just, yeah, mentioned yeah. just mentioned him. Yeah, he fucking sucked. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a ton. Of Ooh, things. Trev Alberts. Trev, oh god, he's an announcer. <laughs> yeah, he's nice. He was shitty. Uh, How about some of the Eagles guys? How about the fucking guy from the uh, the fireman? Uh, Watson. Yeah, well, he was he was never great though. No, we should have never picked him. You know, it's like that's that's going back to Eagles bust picks. But yeah. I'm talking about guys that were really good in college yeah. and then yeah. just never. Oh man, they're shitting on Courtney Brown. Courtney Brown did nothing. He was yeah. an overall. How about Arrington? Arrington, another guy got hurt. Uh, Arrington did. He good. did okay, but yeah, Courtney Brown was the number one pick. He was great in college and did nothing. Tim Couch. Tim Couch was terrible. He was great at Wasn't Kentucky. Tim Couch picked before McNabb? He might have been. Was that the same year? Tim Couch, he was, he was a Brown. Achilles was after McNabb. It was Tim Couch was the pick. Tim Couch might have been number one overall. He was number one overall. And he was at Kentucky, and he was awesome because yes. they had that offense, but he sucked. Right. So think about guys who had great offenses in college and did nothing. How about Ken Dorsey from Miami? What did yeah. he do? He's a good Zero. offense coordinator, though, for the Bills. Now he is, sure. Yeah. So maybe uh, uh, Clifford. Sean Clifford would be a great coach one day. He's a shitty player in college. <laughs> hey, why not? I mean, maybe, maybe, you look at some of the coaches great, that yeah. were not great. I don't think Lou Holtz ever played football. I mean, Maybe not, but did, I mean, but. I think a lot of guys who are awful—that's why they become good coaches because they they know how it. You got to put that work in to be half decent, right? So then they get a guy who's got great talent, and they work at him and work at him, and they do something. So all right, it's long, an hour and forty-five, but right. uh, let's go, Eagles, our Phillies. Let's go, Phillies. Eagles, Phillies. Let's go, Phillies. Let's go. Let's win it tonight, and then they wrap it up with Norm Downing. That would be awesome. That would be great. So, episode <laughs> 145. 125. Uh, 125. Jesus Christ. Looking at this for an hour and 45 145. Minutes. Yeah, we're skipping to it. That, that's in like four months, dude. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. No, five months. Excuse me. Oh, boy. <laughs> 145. Let's get, we'll be at 200 before you know it. Probably like three weeks. Hey, it's kind of incredible, though. 125 episodes. 25, it's yeah. Kind of, right? It's a benchmark episode. Yeah. 
125. You know, yeah, we got to we got to get some. We got We haven't had the Andrews on in a while. We got to bring them back. We haven't had Andrew G on. And Andrew, Andrew T. Andrew T. Andrew I mean, T. It's football season. We haven't had Andrew. We got to have them both. I mean, Andrew G used to be our staple. I know. And then Andrew T. I know he wants to talk about Michigan. Let's have him on. We we will. I'll you line know? that up. I'll yeah. talk to. Well, I know Andrew T wants to get back on. Yeah, let's have Andrew but on. I'll see Andrew G tomorrow. And then let's get Tony Carl on. We'll have some deep, deep, uh, some uh, trivia there. Oh, dude, speaking of trivia, they won trivia the other night. Nice, did they? Yeah, so I, I'll show you this. It was really cool. Uh, if I can find it. Tony Andrew, here it is. So this was the, la- the last oh, round. And you know how the guy does a theme? Mm-hmm. Like he plays a song, so. Yeah. It's really tough, but the theme ended up being the first. I'll tell you what it is. First letter of each one? No, first word. And read them never. down. First word of each song. Read never it down. Never gonna, never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Never gonna give you up. How cool is that? That is, that is cool. But that dude does a good job. Oh that. man, that guy runs a great cool. trivia. So. Ah. Anyway, right. Ryan and Shotgun with Norman Jim. Let's go, Phils. Go, Phils!